Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. <laughs> Y'all are talking a lot of shit in the chat, okay? Look, I'm on location in Bakersfield. That's why we have technical difficulties, because Bakersfield is full of technical difficulties. So, you know, take it or leave it, okay? Not, not, not the tag team, actual. No, 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 not the tag team. Shout out to technical difficulties. They're a dope tag team. Really quick before I forget, Black Wrestlers Matter and Chicago Phil, I hate you and I'm tired of you. Hey, have they announced that yet? They did last night. Come it's on, uh, it's uh, in conjunction with all whatever weekend. Come on, man. Yeah. The mecca of pro professional wrestling, mm-hmm. Chicago, Illinois. Never forget. You. I'm tired. You know, it. I may not go to All Out this year. I know I've been to all of them in Chicago, but the fact that I, I don't want to do Forbidden Door and then come back for uh, All Out, right. I can't. So uh, I was hoping All Out would be in a different location. Like uh, <laughs> I was literally just talking with my boy T about how um, we were talking about the same thing. We're like, so what do we want to do this fall? Uh, we're talking about whatever shows we're going to travel to. And I said, look, I'm already doing one Chicago trip. 
I don't want to do two. Hey, so. man. So, hey, it, up to you if you want to go to Nashville and enjoy SummerSlam instead. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've never been to Nashville, so like that. Oh. Nashville is actually a very fun city. Yeah, I would actually like to go to Nashville. That actually sounds like a pretty cool place to go, honestly. No, yeah. seriously, it's a fun city. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't trying to be funny. It. Shout out to my homie AJ Gray, East Nashville, Tennessee, representing, and he's wild. So if he if he's out there, you know what's up. And they're supposed to have really good food out in Nashville too. So yeah, it's yeah. cool food. Uh, you can go anywhere and see live music. I mean, you can literally like just be walking down the street and just walk in any random bar, and there are just people in there with guitars playing live music. That's yeah. just Nashville. Sounds <laughs> like my City. cup of tea. Yeah, I need to pull up actually, honestly. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I'm interested. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do uh, coming up, but I know that because, like, I, will, I would do Arthur Ashe again. Like, that was mm-hmm. a fun experience, and uh, I would absolutely do that again. But before we get into all that, folks, welcome to Grapsity. I'm Will Washington. And also here is Righteous Reg. In the building, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster on location, Bakersfield, California. Grab City is Saturday morning. It's early as fuck. It was hot as fuck yesterday. Now it's cloudy outside. I hate it here. Man, it's coldy, cold and rainy and shitty here. It's and cold. that's Philip Lindsay you're hearing right there. I am here, man. Uh, happy birthday to the big homie Emilio Sparks today, man. If you don't listen to Russell Rap, you should because I feel like that guy set the foundation for a lot of what we do. That's the homie, man. Shout out, Emilio. I think, have you been on the show, Will? Because I know Phil and I have been on there. On I have rap. not. Mm. They got to get Will Washington on Russell Rap. What's up? Come on, they got to they got to get the they got to get the crew, man. What's going mm-hmm. on, man? But, I mean, I know he's he's uh, tentatively set to be on our show as well. He has been yep. hassling me about that for a minute, but does tell me he will be he we will be on at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably soon, actually. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was gonna say when we start having some different, you know, pigmentation on the show, <laughs> listen, because we haven't yet. If you know, no man, the elephant in the I, room. I, 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 I will say I, I've made some invites mm-hmm. uh, to certain friends of the show that are mm-hmm. more than welcome to definitely. Yeah, we're not here. like a black only show. We're black, but like we would love to have some non-black guests on the show too. Yeah, hey, hey man. I mean, everybody's welcome, but <laughs> everybody's welcome. Yeah. This is Grapsity. But yeah, it is it is. <laughs> it, it is City with Will Phil and Reg. Try to keep it real instead. You know the you know the song. Come on, keep <laughs> keep keep that butt in mind though. Everybody's we are kind of talking heads. Uh, but, That's what I was thinking today. I was like, I, we are that. I turned into what I said. We weren't going to be on the song. The, the vision, my nothing. guy. The vision. Thanks for nothing, me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and we want to hear from you. Uh, and we want to hear, we want to read your Humper Chats. We want to read your Super Chats. Um, I'm like so mad about these damn Humper Chats because it like never fails. Um, or I should say always fails uh, because all of a sudden. Depends on what side it, of the coin it is. Why does it say unauthorized permission? Come uh, on. I try to get Somebody into Humper Chats. from the top. It might be Jeremy. I, I think so. What? He's like. I'm gonna give Will a little problem every Grapsity episode. Let him shrivel. Like I'm gonna log out, and log back in, but it it annoys me every time that when I try to log in, I, I get, I get scam. My shit. I don't know why you guys want to scam Grapsity. We them boys, man. Like when it's us, your it's guy, time man. to go. Scamming yeah. your guy, man. I feel like I feel like Jeremy sits behind a behind a screen. 
and laughs at us every time. He does. But these guys cannot does. get this super chat thing together. So I what's know, up, Phil? Right? You said it's been uh, cold and rainy. Have you you've been stuck inside all day? You haven't been outside. I know when it goes down to Chicago, you can't even go outside and shit. Listen, yesterday was the most annoying day commute wise because of the weather. <laughs> you said that a couple times in the um, group chat on to, on the timeline. Everywhere. Did did on top of that, I got home and this. So I got home. It took me forever to get home because I was doing some other stuff in the city. And um, I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to throw a pizza in the oven and I'm just going to kick it, watch some wrestling. Mm-hmm. Right? Put the pizza I in the oven. That's Friday night. That sounds lit. Put the, put the pizza in the oven, came, came in and uh, started doing something else. And I was like, okay, let me go grab it. Went to pull it out. And for whatever reason, I kept trying to grab it and it kept sliding further back into the stove. And I was like, what is going on? So I pulled the rack. And this thing like flipped off of the rack. Oh no! And landed inside of the inside the stove, face first. And oh, so I'm just standing there looking at the stove oh. with like all the smoke flying out of the stove. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" So I spent yeah. the the next whatever half hour hour cleaning out our stove because this pizza flipped over inside the inside the stove. Yeah, horrible, annoying day. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a great way to top it off. That's like dropping your ice cream right after like one lick of the cone and it just like or, falls into the street or something like. Or like a bagel that lands cream cheese side down. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Come worst. on, bro. Not only <laughs> and did it always you, like, does, by the way. I you never dropped my dinner, bagel. but you made it a bunch of big mess. That's even worse, bro. Come on. I'm hungry. Yeah. Hey, uh, I figured it out. So didn't need any help this time. Got him working. Humper chats. Van Twinblade talking about STL versus the world. He said it was a great show last Saturday. Tennille Dashwood was a bastard, coded bastard, uh, and attacked Tootie from behind. And Josh Alexander versus Camaro Jackson humped. Also, so far, uh, for Glory Pro on the 22nd, Tootie versus Shaza and Rohit versus Laney Luck. That uh, STL versus the world show production, it looked great. All the pictures of that I saw of it was like, well, this looks like a really dope show. It looks like they really did. I don't know where they were or what they were doing, but yeah, shout out to them. Uh, Glory Pro is always killing it. They're going to have a bunch of dope things coming up. Watch that show on YouTube if you have not. Yeah, I thought you were about to say if you have YouTube. I'm like, who don't have YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> I he's like, what is YouTube, dude? I've never heard of that. <laughs> uh, and RH says, please get Scorpio and Paige away from Lambert. I think you're going to get one of those. It felt like it on Rampage this week. Uh, I don't know that you're going to get the other. I mean, it set it up. I thought that it was great that Scorpio was like, nah, I'm champion now. Dan, mm-hmm. go put that belt up. Put um, that belt back. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked a lot of things they did with the segment. Uh, that segment, Except for. E- Ethan, Except for. Yeah, Ethan jumping in because they're in his face and saying SCU is dead was great. And Scorpio immediately catching feelings, kind of. <laughs> um, but no, Scorpio, please. Don't do the massages lines like don't, that again. Scorpio, I, I hate it. Come on. That. No one likes that. It, it, just, likes it. it wasn't a good look. Especially because I thought everything else in there was effective. Like where he said, yeah. you know what? This is going to be different this time. I am going to be a fighting champion. I'm accepting all challenges. And I'm starting with keeping my promise to Kazarian. Uh, I was like, hey, this is what we were asking for, right? We want yeah. to see Scorpio defending the title. The crowd popped for that. Like this is the stuff that we want to see in here. Uh, and then the... Screwed uh, it all up. Yeah, yeah, the Ty Conti line was I, not necessary. Yeah, but that was it. a great rampage, by the way, though. I, I know it's not one of the topics for today, but um, hey, 
Y'all better keep putting some respect on Riho's name. Because Riho versus Yuka Sakazaki. Them two went out there. They got their 10 minutes and were like, we are making the best of this. And we're going to, and from jump, we're not starting slow. We're just nope. going to go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. Uh, people were talking crazy. So Riho had to go get the black gear again. <laughs> yeah. The black gear. Him. Like, stop playing with me, man. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Rampage is super interesting because, like, three weeks ago, I was thinking, like, maybe there's too much stuff in this show. Like, maybe Tony Khan is jam-packing too many things into this. But last week and this week, I thought that the flow of the show was really great and everything that they had on the show was dope. So, Yeah, honestly, for a a show that I watched at 3.30 in the afternoon, Right. Which, which is really odd because it's like my work day is not even over. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching Rampage. When right Cam now. said Rampage is coming on and the kids ain't even out of school yet, I was out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, it's crazy. But luckily, yeah, I was watching did... at 2 30, like 2 30 uh, wrestling. Yeah, what's up? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, though, I was like, wow, it's over. I'm going to yeah. see Doctor Strange. There I you went go. saw Doctor Strange. Yeah. I, I went no to spoilers you. here on the show, by the way. Well, we'll because there's there's a lot. Um, yeah, I saw a dude comes in. He has a big cape on. He's flying. I think he's white. He has like a <laughs> white. Uh, he's I, I haven't seen. I don't even know who Doctor Strange is. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, great movie. Uh, uh, yeah, I watched Rampage later last night after I was standing there grumbling still about this people. I can't believe this <laughs> fucking people flipped over the goddamn stove. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Those are a lot of cuss words right there. Phil don't usually pack them in, and like he was just like, "What's up?" Yeah, I mean that's what a pizza do to you, especially no, somebody was, from Chicago. Was, like, how high. you gonna? How's a pizza gonna disrespect somebody from Chicago? That's crazy. <laughs> I was hot, bro. I was crazy hot. out here. Hot. Was it deep was, dish? Nah, man. Listen, this deep dish narrative, bro. We'll get into it one day, man. But I'm trying to get you narrative. into it, bro. Because deep it's dish narrative thing. is is one of the most annoying things I watch people about talk about coming to this city. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you guys in your deep dish. That's not even real pizza. Ask Chicagoans where to go get pizza. Right. Stop coming here and getting Giordano's or El Molino or wherever else you want to go. I and, got Giordano's. And, and look, and those are all great pizza places, but stop going to all of these places and go, oh, this is a, this isn't real pizza while you eat it and take all your deep dish pizza uh, selfies and shit and then leave. I did and that then go, too. And then, <laughs> and then leave and go, our it's pizza is better. That's pizza. not real pizza. Oh. You said Arby's? No, no they'll leave. pizza. Oh. Our, our pizza is <laughs> yeah. better. Your pizza is not good. Listen. Stop it, guys. There's thin crust pizza in this city. You do Ooh. not have to get deep dish. You get it because you want it. You mm-hmm. all secretly love deep dish. <laughs> yeah. You act like you don't because it's a big tourist thing. Mm-hmm. Stop it. <laughs> I mean, I will say that, like, I do love New York style pizza. And uh, yeah, New York the, style the, for me is just like, I prefer it. Yeah, I mean, I love New York style pizza. And, and New York style pizza has to be like, I was taught by somebody who had great New York experience uh, that. And correct me, New Yorkers watching if I'm wrong. But as we're walking through... Shout out to Alex. She might be in the chat. She won't be mad. (laughs) Uh, But they were straight up like, okay, here's the deal. You want the best New York pizza? It's got to be some hole-in-the-wall looking ass place uh, that says like dollar slice. And he's like, that is going to be the best pizza you can get. And you know what? He's fucking right. Because uh, (laughs) literally, and they're uh, especially walking through... because. Last time I can think I was in like New York 
uh, like Heart of New York was WrestleMania weekend in 2019. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and so walking through Times Square and all of that, and then uh, literally, it's true, at, at around every corner, I uh, leave WrestleCon and I'm like, ah, pizza right here. Mm -hmm. And there's, looks like a, a hole in the wall, but you know what? Some great pizza. Yeah. Uh, that's the, they're like the fancier it looks, the worse the pizza is going to be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That to... Now go ahead. No, it needs to be some bullshit ass place that looks like you probably don't want to like set your wallet down, but, uh, <laughs> they're going to have some great pizza. Yeah. When I was in, uh, when I was in New York, I stayed in Brooklyn and I went to like one of those, this has been around for 16 generation type New York places. And I did have some really amazing pizza there. And, uh, I was like, I don't know. New York is kind of doing it pretty. They're doing it. I'm, I'm not mad at their pizza. I had a <laughs> no. couple of them hole in the wall uh, pizzas, I think, after Wally Mania that time. And I was it's like, it's all right, right, man. I just, <laughs> I just, I just, you know, I'm just sick of this. California this. is not known for their pizza. We don't have a dog in this. Yeah, spot, I mean, so. it's all right. I just I'm sick of New Yorkers in there. That's not pizza while they come here and take these selfies with the deep dish, pulling the cheese all up. Look, oh, it's it's not pizza, but you're sitting there eating it and enjoying it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll make you calling it lasagna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's goofy. Yo, stop this lasagna joke, Brad. Fam. That, that's not being funny five years ago, longer when John Stewart did it. It's funny. It was funny when he did it. It's not funny when you do it. Knock it off. <laughs> Uh, and a shout out, uh, Hannah. Hello, all. Have a good show. Thank you, Thank Hannah. You, Hannah. Hope you're feeling better this morning. Um, I won't get into the rest of that. Uh, and Shot Kid Twenty Nine <laughs> says, uh, I mean, she's welcome to. But uh, Shot Kid Twenty Nine says, uh, you guys catch Mox and Lawler from Defy. Filthy mm -hmm. Tom needs to be on national TV yesterday. Yeah, I watched that Defy show. They broadcasted. I think this is the first time anybody's ever live streamed a show straight to Pluto TV, the Pluto app. And so they had a really dope show. Swerve was on there. They had a six man tag. It was Swerve. Nick Wayne was in there, Chris Daniels, a couple of other guys. And it started off the show and it was insane. Like everybody was going crazy. Nick Wayne is, when he turns 18, it's it's firebombs. He's on his way. He already has the AEW contract laid out. And him and Swerve are in this feud over at Defy because Swerve's the top dog over there. Nick Wayne's the new young, young up and comer, super duper fire guy. And so their feud is going pretty dope. People should check out what they're doing at Defy. Also, uh, Kevin Blackwood and Big Damo had a match that was pretty fire on there. And then Mox's anytime, I've said this a couple of times, anytime Mox goes to an independent wrestling company, the energy is unmatched. Like these wrestling fans love John Moxley so fucking much. And when he's when he's in that element, it's like you can't get that energy from many other wrestlers. It's insane. Hey, and he promised Daniel Brian Danielson. He did. Uh, he did promise Brian Danielson. And people to, were like, "Oh my god!" To defy. Was cry. <laughs> hey, like if there was ever an indie promotion mm -hmm. for Brian to finally yep. stop through, it's Defy. Yep, definitely. So, home home base. Yeah, definitely. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. That they would turn out. Ooh, they're gonna cry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Van Twinblade says, "Book Dan the Dad, guys." <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Dan the Dad. Yeah, shout out to Dan. Come the on, dad. man, get him on. Uh, get him on. Uh, get him on your Thursday show and complete the circle, man. <laughs> the dads, the dads out here. Yeah, Dan the Dad and Will Washington on Day After Dynamite. Yeah. 
Uh, Nathan DePaul says, in Chicago, we've only had three sunny days in the last 44. Yeesh. We deserve all the wrestling shows as a compromise. Okay, you know, I'll take, I'll take it back. You guys miserable, do deserve miserable that. weather. Whoa, <laughs> yo, I need some sun. I'd have to leave. That sounds crazy. Miserable you know what's funny though. is Colorado is famously known for something that's, like, not actually true. But a thing people, like, always say around here is uh, Denver gets 300 sunny days a year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, out of, out of 365, that's pretty good. It's that's not true. Lot. Yeah, it's not true, but that's the thing that that's like a famous phrase around Denver is we got 300 sunny days a year. It's more like 200. <laughs> but Phil has only had three. It's uh, we get about 200. I mean, it's not 300. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not. But it's sunny today. Like today, I looked outside and currently it is uh, 80 currently, and it's only 10 a.m. So it's gonna get hotter. Um, that's the thing is like people think. Denver is uh, just like this snowy city, but like, truth be told, because we're a mile high, yes, we get like a lot of snow, but we just get the extremes of all weather. Like our summers are fucking hot, uh, gets into the hundreds, and then uh, our winters are fucking cold. Right, and that's that's it here. Yeah, we get we get the extremes uh, of everything because we're a mile high. Our clouds move very quickly, so we got. Uh, that phenomenon. When my brother-in-law first moved out here six months ago, and he had never really been to Colorado before that, the thing he struggled to get used to was that we would get maybe like a foot of snow, and the next day it's sunny. And mm. so, uh, because our clouds move quickly. So, snow That's here... Extreme. Snow here requires sunglasses. Because it's... Because one, after it snows, it's so bright that it's all reflective. So mm-hmm. it's like blinding after the snow has fallen here. Wow. And uh, so you need sunglasses for the snow in Colorado. It's, it's unlike most places you'll live, and I love it. This is my home. Been when here. are you guys going to get a big show out there? The problem is um, we don't have a stadium with a roof, so mm. any stadium-type shows aren't going to happen. I see. Uh, and then... You know, we get Raws, we get SmackDowns, we've gotten Dynamite, mm-hmm. um, but that's pretty much it. Last pay-per-view we got was, hell, I'll just take the poster down. <laughs> Everything's last, always at arm's reach. Last pay-per-view we got was oh, it's been a minute. Vengeance 2003. Wow, it's wow. been a whole bunch of minutes. <laughs> they, they got y'all out there in the drought. <laughs> oh my goodness. We have not gotten a pay-per-view since this event. I was there. I have the poster. Wow. Look at that. Sponsored by Tomb Raider. Uh, Angel of Darkness on PS2. Um, (laughs) That is how long ago this event was. Uh, You can see the reflection of my ring light, by the way. But yeah, this was... I was there. Kurt Angle... Oh, the American Badass take, too. Yeah, that was a... Yeah, he faced... It's going on 20 years now. He faced John Cena at that show. Uh, And what else happened at the show? That was Vince McMahon versus Zach Gowan. Uh, It had... The Dusher. Yeah, there was... Oh, that, that... uh, Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit for the U.S. title, um, mm-hmm. the one where Rhino turned heel, and it had that amazing tag title match, um, the Rey Mysterio and Billy Kidman versus Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, mm. and pretty then, fire show. Yeah, that was greatest a tag great team, team, bro. One of my yeah, favorite world's, tag world's greatest tag team. But versus mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio and Billy Kidman, like that yeah. match killed it. And then the main event was uh, Kurt Angle versus. Uh, Big Show and Brock Lesnar in the triple threat for the WWE oh, title. And then wow. that was uh, 
Kurt Angle. It was like, we're going to give y'all a banger, and we ain't never coming back with a pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And we That's were a hot crowd, too. That's the part I don't get, is that that crowd was hot. And that I mean, was Bobby it. Lashley's the number one face in the company. You got to give him something, right? Yeah, I know. Denver. Not had a pay-per-view since 2003. Shame. Um, but Shame. to be fair... The Denver debacle also took place. Right. I had tickets to that show. That's right. By the way. But the whole Oh, it is beef. Vince, he's so petty. He'll hang (laughs) on to that shit forever. Oh my he's God. been back to the Pepsi City, or I guess it's Ball Arena now. He's been back to the arena since multiple times. It took three years. Mm-hmm. After that Denver debacle, they didn't come back for three years after that. So that meant four years in between events. But the whole Stan Kroenke accidentally booking Raw thinking that the Nuggets wouldn't make it far in the playoffs. I mean, you cannot be mad at him for that. (laughs) But then the Nuggets ended up making it to the Western Conference Finals, and so it was, uh uh-oh. Sorry. A little dumb show. We can't show it, Vince. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But then petty-ass LA was like, nah, come to the Staples Center. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Pull up. Since it was the Nuggets versus the Lakers, and the Nuggets lost. So... Yeah. Whatever. <sighs> what a time. What a time. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Matt says, Happy Saturday to my favorite podcasters. It's raining in Maryland, too. I'll be in Chicago twice this summer, and I hate scalpers. Have a great show, guys. Yeah, scalpers are awful. I can't believe they still exist. With the technology we have, how are they still, like, just out here? Like, they are, like, it's the, like, the, they're the out, out here even more, it seems. The same Uh-oh. reason why why bots are a thing uh, with the uh, sneaker culture because right. a sell is a sell. Like yeah, the companies don't care. We we care. sold They're it, like, so we, it's like, money we made our money. We money. don't care. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up, I just got a text from my wife. I apparently forgot. I I have the car key and she needs to leave. Oh, so shit. what I'm gonna do is let's see if this works. Sam, I feel like you're going to get in trouble for that later. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, like, I feel you're, like you're going to get yelled at for that. Hold up in her phone. She's going to be like, remember, you was throwing the keys and shit? Like, Sam, did, did you just throw that, that at me like I was a dog or something? And, like, and the worst part is it, 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 it didn't even go that far because it hit the ceiling. So I got to uh, actually take her the mm-hmm. key. Give me two seconds, guys. Wow. Oh man! Yeah, Washington is definitely going to be in the doghouse after that little. He is definitely going to be in trouble for that. MLB comes back and this guy's trying to throw a goddamn curveball out here. It's crazy. Did you just did you just <laughs> throw that at me like I was a dog? Like what? But are you yeah, doing? you know what, Phil? I am sick of you for manifesting all these great shows. Chicago, you're just like the wrestling capital of the fucking here, world man. at this point, man. We're here. I'm tired of it. You were like, Forbidden Door, Chicago, blah, blah, blah. Black Wrestlers Matter, Chicago. Let's do this. And then, We're here. Here we go. Sam, Chicago, I, bro. I feel like at one of these shows, I'm just going to have, like, the big Chicago flag on my back and just, like, <laughs> holding it up like like Derrick Rose. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Word. I'm thinking uh, Chicago Mates Phil's when he's the AEW champion and he pulls up. That's That has to be the one, right? Yeah. Oh, fam. All right. I want to get caught up on these super chats yeah, now. Definitely. Van Blade says, uh, Grandel Theater, uh, it's a old jazz style club. Uh, no pit, just you, walking gap stage. Dope. Grandel. Uh, I am La Lucha says, the resale prices for Forbidden Door are stupid. Ooh. I was in What'd queue for think? actual seats and they were charging a thousand uh, plus f- for floor. Why? This sucks. TK got to do better. 
Two K, um, just like Phil well, said, he did his job. His tickets are gone. You guys, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a sec because I'm gonna tell the story. But um, uh, hmm, really gonna butcher that name. But uh, Vala, um, people Shout need. Out to the homie. He's more, always in yeah, there. Yeah, always in there. Thank you for the super chat. Very much mm-hmm. appreciated. Uh, people need more uh, Joe Shapiro in their lives. Riho versus Yuka slapped. I yeah, that mean, was just like a like they were like, let's do a little easy one. It's rampage. Let's go and kill it. And they just went. They went bars. They that was dope. Uh, and Phil hit that pizza with the good curses. When I tell you, I was hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was hot. He was hotter than that pizza, huh? <laughs> and uh, I guess Hannah's gonna tell the story. Hot, I wasn't bro. gonna bust her out, but she said. Uh, LMAO, I'll tell yes. it. I took an edible last night, 25 oh. milligrams. First time in my Ooh. life, I was high as hell and hallucinating. Weed. Hi, Hannah. You're probably still high right edible now. Edible arrangements. Come on, your life, Hannah. Ah! <laughs> no, it's fine, Hannah. <laughs> the key. I'll give you the key. If that ever happens to you, just drink some water. Water, 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 water. Water is the key to your life. Just drink a whole bunch of water. If some crazy shit starts going down, just start guzzling water and your life will be okay. Hey, man. Gave us a fantastic episode of Atlanta this week if you haven't seen it. Really good episode. I won't give oh, away all of it. Yet. I haven't no. seen it. So I'm good. still traumatized from the first three episodes. Of that. I have to be in like a certain mental space to watch that show is what I've learned. It, it is triggering, but it's man, triggering, bro. Oh my it god! It is triggering, but Mo, so, this episode was great. I have not gotten to watch this season yet, um, mainly because I have a thing where I like to wait until there's multiple episodes in the bank. Because mm-hmm. if I, I don't know, Netflix got me in the habit of binge watching, right? And right. now, like nobody likes to to do binging anymore. They don't just drop shows in bulk now. Everybody's doing the weekly releases. But I'm like, nah, I want to watch like three or four back to back to back. And so I usually wait. So I have not seen any of this season yet, but I am excited um, because I just keep hearing everything everybody's saying. Except for This Is Us. That is like the one show that, um, and shout out Big E for being, uh, Big E and John Moxley for being the, the other two uh, big This Is Us fans. John Moxley's a big This Is Us fan? I didn't know uh, Renee Young busted him out for it. Oh, but damn. He's, he's like, straight... look, you're going to have to stop doing that little podcast, girl. i got a career to protect <laughs> out here. <laughs> nah, she straight up busted him out for being a big This Is Us fan. That's hilarious. Um, hey, nah, and honestly, this week's episode, uh, and I've seen it from everybody, um, this episode was about the character of Miguel. Everybody walks in that episode the same way. And everybody walked out the same way, which was, man, this episode's about Miguel. No, nobody give a fuck about Miguel. <laughs> and then walked out talking about, damn, we that was Miguel. like one of the best episodes. I, I saw somebody uh, who you cried. Yeah, uh, it was close. <laughs> uh, <laughs> said, uh... Somebody posted. Uh, they were like, damn, I don't give. A, uh, they're like, I just don't care about Miguel. And I, I quote tweeted it. I say, I'm. I said, I want to revisit this in one hour. And tell me what you think. And they just reply with crying emojis an hour later. Shout out, Miguel. I feel like that's what what Marvel did with all of those people that hated Wanda. And then uh-huh. WandaVision dropped and everybody's like, oh, Wanda's the best. Yeah. No, that's what you do, right? When you have a character that people aren't into, you give them a reason. Give them a reason to be into that character. That's the best thing you can do for that kind of thing. Tell um, your little homeboy Vince McMahon about this because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, they trying more... to get you to care about Gulak, man. They beating them up every week. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> now, did nice. y'all see that picture that was circulating of uh, Gunther out with, out in the streets? Like people oh, with his Kyrie jersey on. Yeah, they're thirsting <laughs> over Gunther. Why y'all thirsting over Gunther on the timeline? Look out, that man out with the Brooklyn jersey on. Yo, uh, shame, shame. Also with a Brooklyn jersey, Gunther. Ricardo the Bot guy says it's going to be 99 degrees here in AZ. He's just, why does Jesus that exist? Man, and this is still only May. <laughs> no, uh, when I pulled up to Bakersfield, it was 94. So, yeah. Oh, Alucha says, no cap. We got the best pizza in NYC. Joe's point blank, period. I also feel like said, if I, if there'd be like a million Joes though, right? But like, then also said, no, dollar slices are trash. Be better. Uh, I'm not saying the dollar slices no, are. No, no. I don't think he was talking get. about two bros. Like, no. Yeah, and I'm not saying get the dollar slices but specifically like a place that just said i don't know like like i said like a hole in the wall mom and pop shop like there's just like hundreds of them i don't know that you have to have pizza like 20 times when you're in new york so you also have to get a dollar slice is the yeah thing. uh anthony pride says why does chicago get three AEW shows a year and the san francisco bay area might get one this decade because it's lit that's why man <laughs> no it's only because the pandemic Boo. we would have been <laughs> We would have been the capital of AEW if the pandemic didn't drown us out and they didn't go to stupid-ass Florida. Ugh. I mean, I, I will say, though, that I think L.A. is going to be a cultural shift for yeah. AEW because what, they're, they're going to be there in three weeks from Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to – and you see how that show's selling. They're literally selling the, the seats behind the stage I'm now. I'm going to be out here like, ah! It's going to be crazy. No, California's been waiting for this show since they announced AEW. The Young Bucks, California fucking royalty, announced this promotion. And we were just like, we about to get shows every two months at this point. And then we just got flushed out, haven't got anything. So now although, when it happens, it's lit. Although they created that demand because the way the they LA did. tickets at the, the Kia Forum sold, mm-hmm. um, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Nathan says, Chicago has two styles, tavern and deep dish. Both are better than soggy cardboard served up in New York. Oh, okay. Y'all are really Fight beefing out here. Talking that language. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are really beefing out here. I see. No, nah, no. Nah, as long as you're not doing that garbage like uh, Freddie Prince said and putting barbecue on pizza. Don't do that, man. What do you yeah, that's a, that is a California. When he said uh, California pizza, I'm like, yeah, we be, we be out yeah, here. Y'all be out there wild. Right, y'all be, man, y'all be trying right. to put too much on it, man. Anything that is edible californians will be like put some arugula on it put some like yo just like give me some cheese and some fucking sauce bro leave me alone (laughs) ryan sullivan says i think grapsity needs to host the show i want reg to book a card uh it's in it's in the work it's in my cell phone it's just like i have to execute that's pretty much it so it's it's gonna happen i really i have like all the plans people keep trying to baron black try to do my show and didn't book me on there like so like I have a couple of things in night. <laughs> Watch Battle Slam on Tuesday. Fight TV. Baron Black right. murder me that. if I don't say something about it. Watch Battle Slam. It's going to be great. Fight TV. They did a lot of things. Pastor Troy was there. Josiah Williams, um, uh, Dante Martin, Lee Moriarty. A lot of great people that you love and, and adore. They're going to be here on Battle Slam. Those are our homies. Baron Black's been on the show before. Friend great, of the show. Great friend, friend of the, the show. show. So please watch Battle Slam. Uh, Ricardo also says, true story, I buy my weed from Val Venus. I would Listen, admit that. You might, yeah, I was going to say, you might need to get another dealer because your dealer Val, sucks. Val been out there getting some nasty tweets over. Oh, yeah. he's the nastiest. Your dealer's the worst. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's it's some other people getting nasty tweets off. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
He said, well, I don't want to hear nothing about the weather. Uh, STL is going to be 90 plus next week with at least 30% humidity. Right by the river. river, It's going to blow. Yeesh. Yuck. Yeeshy. And... All right. What did Val say? Somebody asked in the chat. What didn't Val say? Uh, We're going to let you look that one up. Yeah, we don't need to that. I mean, here's the thing, too, is... uh, He's had multiple Twitter accounts because he's had them suspended for some of the shit he's posted. Mm-hmm. I think he's like suspended from Facebook too. Like if you get suspended from Facebook, you are wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you on, gotta be on Look, some other. Hey shit. man, we we uh we support trans women, trans yes. trans individuals, trans wrestlers. So I'm not rocking with none of that. We no. Nyla Rose is our yeah, friend. Just... She's been on our show. We don't fuck with Val Venus. Watch out, it's crazy. Yeah. Don't fuck with Val Venus. And that's not the only thing Val said, by the way. No. He's had some trans stuff. He's had Val is is Val. He definitely took a number of chair shots. Um, and so Right the... to censor, please help us. <laughs> and Joseph Snurk says, uh, Grapsity are the acclaimed of wrestling podcasts because everybody loves Grapsity. Does everybody love us, though? If, no, if you don't, you know, fact. hey, man, I'm going to drop the whole lot. It says something about you if you ain't feeling us. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just a fact. Uh, so let's talk about it, right? Because uh, Forbidden Door actually sold out. Um, and... We talked about it a little bit on here a couple of episodes ago about, like, if they would announce this this close to this. And the fans were like, no, give us this show right now. We want these tickets they haven't announced a single match. I love these videos that they've been doing, promoting them. They have a Brian Danielson one. I really like this Hardy Boys one. It's got me intrigued. I was like, I didn't even know that that was a thing. So, like, the Forbidden Door is fucking open. Hey, and honestly, like, I mean, the Brian one had me. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's why he's there. I feel like that's why yeah. he wanted to go somewhere else to get the mm-hmm. New Japan matches. So it made the most sense. Yeah, the Brian video fucked me up. I was like, oh, he my said, God. <laughs> uh, he said, I wanted to go to Japan, and instead Japan is coming to me. Oh. And <laughs> was like, yes, I am all. And then all Okada has said, like, I want to wrestle CM Punk or Brian Danielson. So it's like, bro, like. Come on, man. Do the thing. Uh, so I am, I feel, I feel bad for everybody who was able to get a ticket. Because like, honestly, what kind of ticket did them, you get, Will Washington? About the flex. Okay, so this was just like pure fucking luck. All right, because That's I actually what he says, but I don't because know. Because I, 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 I wasn't he has a game one, right? genie for tickets at this point. Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I I like. I, I really only logged in out of interest to see how it was going to sell. Look at them. Right? Look. So, so. This isn't making it better. This look, is so making 10 it minutes worse. Before, so, 10 minutes before the, the, the queue opens, I'm like, all right, let me open up my browser. And I open it up and I hit, you know, join the waiting room. And literally, I have a work meeting going on my other monitor right here, right? At the exact same time. And uh, during the work meeting, they're like, it's so, so, you know. If you've had Ticketmaster experience with the with the queue, you know when you're fucked. And it mm-hmm. is when you open up the queue and it says 2,000 plus. Because after mm-hmm. 2,000, it don't count no more. So you know that if it says 2,000 plus, you're way back in the queue. So this work meeting starts up, right? And the queue opens at the exact same time that my work meeting starts. And it says, 
it's like three digits in front of me. It didn't say 2000. It says uh, you, there's like 300 people in front of you. And I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, what, what do you mean there's 300 people in front of me? And it starts winding down and winding down. And literally on the work meeting, uh, they said, all right, Will, can you share your screen? And I'm like, yeah, but I, and then it goes, doom, doom, doom. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like, y'all going to have to hold on really quick because. Oh, my God. During your work I'm meeting. Like, I'm like, I don't have time to explain this. Uh, and I go over and I just select a front row ticket, add to cart. And I was thinking it was going to do that thing where it says somebody's already snatched your ticket and it added to cart. And I'm like, oh shit, I got a front row ticket. And, uh, I don't, I'm gonna feel really bad for people. If I tell people what face value on these tickets are, because like, once you see what they're going, like I saw what they're going for now. And like this wasn't a platinum ticket. This was just straight up face value front row. If you this knew guy. how, if this you knew guy. what that was, but I bought it. I bought Court the front row ticket. Will Washington. Fourth size status, bro. So I, I did it though, and then I'm like, okay, now I can share my screen. That's a great <laughs> way of saying I texted Tony Khan and he got me a front row ticket. I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't even idea. know how to do that, but like, I mean, I wouldn't even know how he. I, okay, I do, but um, there's. <laughs> But the thing so, is, like, I just completely <laughs> lucked out. Somehow, complete luck of the draw ended up way up in the queue and ended up with luck a front row ticket. Luck of the draw, he says. Come so, on, man. It's crazy uh, out here. Yeah. But, but no, this is a big deal. This is a really big deal to sell out the United Center yeah. again. Two times. Um, All jokes aside, this is insane. Like, this yeah. is awesome. Uh, to do it a second time, they the sold eleven thousand tickets that first with the pre-sale, right? Like, right. Yeah. Yo, what? That's that's crazy. And, you I, know, I, I posted that picture the other day of CM Punk's entrance from the crowd, and just to show like how full that arena like really was. And um, it's just kind of crazy because I still feel like to this day, no arena looks better than the United Center in terms of pro wrestling. Like seeing that many fans. Yeah, go ahead, Phil. You know, take. Take it in, cause Chicago's got it. Hey man, I, I I've said many times that that was just that was a moment, and I mean, yeah. listen, there's all bias. I'm sorry, it's all bias, definitely. But that's just me in the ambiance. Fan banners on a wall, bro. Sorry, you can't you can't take it. You can't I, take I, it away, I, man. Yeah, that was a different, great mode, a different mode, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, no, honestly, like that arena is the best looking arena in terms of just having people in um having that many people in a building you mm -hmm. have it all staggered and layered like that you've got the multiple video screens in between but it just looks good i yeah I it think does there's yeah um now i will say this is the first pay-per-view since summerslam 94 since summerslam 94 wow. well first no that's not true uh because um Pretty sure WCW ran one. Oh, okay, yeah, um, I think you're right. And, I think you're uh, right. Yeah, WCW used to run the United States. I want to say in like '98 or something like that. Yeah, time somebody was back in there. Okay, but no, it's been yeah. it's been a, a long number of years since a pay per view. No, WWE but... hasn't run a televised event there since SummerSlam '94. Um, yeah. They're going back for Raw in September. 
Wonder what uh, caused that. Um, but no, they they've been a fixture at Rosemont in all states. So that's where they usually yeah. run shows at. That's oh, where true. they're gonna be next month for Hell in a Rosemont Horizon. I can hear Vince McMahon saying it now. Yeah. All, all state <laughs> arena now. Come on, man. Yeah, all state arena. Yeah. I so, mean and yeah, that's the thing. Oh, and we got another super chat, by the way. Uh, or Humper chat from Life of Demi says I was so disappointed. I couldn't get tickets for Forbidden Door, but I'm definitely there will going be to... tickets, man. Yeah, no, you guys will definitely just keep yeah, looking. Is, there'll be tickets. There'll be tickets released and like a really good way to get tickets, and I tell people this they say like how can i get great tickets is um watch out for production holds that's Mm -hmm. a really good way to get tickets to anything Mm -hmm. um and for those of you not aware of how the production holds work production holds are seats that um they usually keep aside haven't put on sale until they have all of the production equipment in place because they don't necessarily know uh, how much room they're going to have for cameras, how much room they're going to have for the jib, how much room they're going to have for any of the production stuff. So there are certain seats they don't put on sale until the uh, until all the equipment's in place. Mm-hmm. So literally, and th- those can be some great seats, right? That's because, how like, I, that's my professional wrestling ticket <laughs> buying experience. I haven't bought a wrestling ticket not on the day of not the day of the show every single time i buy the wrestling tickets on the day of the show and it, i haven't not done that in like 10 years at it's, minimum. it's when i go to wrestlemania to... like there's not one show that i don't not yeah. buy a show on the ticket there, on the day. there are always tickets stuff. to any show last minute even the if they say a show sold out i've been to shows where they're like this show is sold out if you're one person you're getting get in there right. i don't know if it's just me but i'm about to be in there <laughs> but no but but, but like as far as those production hold seats are concerned one of the good things about them is that um they usually don't put anything on sale in the hard camera section and right. you're gonna get a good view from the hard camera section right you're yep. literally gonna yep. get the view that the show gets um but they don't put any of that stuff on sale until the hard camera is in place mm-hmm. once the hard camera is fixed in then they start selling those so you can wait honestly till the day of yep. and you'll be good right. um i would say that if you want to go you can go and Definitely. you'll get a good seat uh if you yeah if you do it listen I think people are so excited about, oh, I have to get my ticket the day they release. I've gotten some great tickets, like the week of an event. Um, you, you'll be able to find tickets to a show if you want to go. Yeah. Like the only, I, I told you, the only reason I did this was because I saw it was there and was like, damn, I, I can't let this go. Mm-hmm. And so I bought it. But honestly, uh, nah. You when Tony Khan's your homie, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I get it. Are, are we are we gonna address the elephant in the room that there were literally people out here saying that this show was not gonna sell out, which was the stupidest take? Um, that was I'm doing this talking about because they had bad ratings on a TV show. Listen, that they were in the mud, and this wasn't about this. Listen, man. Like, ah. I don't know, man. That nasty Al, he's got some bad takes. Don't engage, cause this nasty outfit. <laughs> <laughs> When did Alfred get the nasty remix? It's crazy. Out no, here. no, literally. Wow. Don't don't engage the guy. I've you're been not, trying to tell you guys not, for the yeah. longest. Stop it. Don't Please, engage the guy. Uh, His takes are bad. Even if you're dunking on him, you're that's too much. Don't even dunk on this fool. Ignore, 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 <laughs> ignore as they say. That is hilarious. Wow. The Nostradamus thing. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I know that there were people who were harping on the idea that a New Japan show doesn't appeal to 
um, casuals. Like that's been a talking point from a lot of people, a lot of people in pro wrestling. Um, <laughs> and here's the thing. Who gives a fuck? You're not exactly. trying to sell the casuals. The thing about casuals, as I said two weeks ago, they ain't spending money. You don't want casuals. You want fans. You want people to spend money on your product. And there's no better people to appeal to than the people who you know are going to buy your shit. And so, yeah, it's like, okay, we can put on this show for casuals who may or may not go to this show. Or we can put on this show for people that we know are going to spend their fucking money on it. And what does that what does that mean? Get a celebrity? Is that what that means? Like, get a celebrity? Talking <laughs> to, to the casuals, bringing a celebrity to fucking Forbidden Door? Like, what do you what do you mean? Dude, I don't know what you want from us. <laughs> Listen, man, I, to, I thought it was hilarious because, um, of course, like, a few weeks before this was announced, um, that was Windy City Riot. I was mm-hmm. in line for Windy City Riot listening to people say, man, I sure wish they would do a New Japan show in the city. Right. And I'm just like, it's a coming. And so mm-hmm. um, I, the market was there. The market has been there. This is Chicago. This is a wrestling city. This yeah. was going to sell well. Like, yeah. it, it just, this was a ridiculous take in every I, way. Anybody that thought this wasn't going to do well, it's just I don't know stupid. if they predicted it'd be so fast, but... No, no, I knew. I knew. Yeah, I I, I mean, we knew. We knew this was going to do well. Anybody Um, with any sense knew. Definitely. Now, uh, WrestleVoice says, you guys are killing it, and I will always support. Do you think Forbidden Door is a trial for a possible WrestleMania-type stadium show in the future? I think Um, at this point, with everything that AEW is doing, all the different promotions they're working with, something, something big will happen. I don't know how soon. It could be two years. It could be five years. But like, they're gonna do a giant sixty plus thousand. Hold on, can I can I say something though? Definitely. I almost tweeted this earlier, and I was like, I'm gonna save this for Grapsity. Am I alone in thinking that like stadium shows are kind of whack? I'm not a big uh, fan, honestly. Like, someone who has been to a stadium show, I'm like, eh. Like, that's the thing is, I feel like stadium shows are a great visual. I think it's one of the best visuals you can get. And I feel like it's kind of over there because, like, they sound like shit. They're not fun to attend. No. And, like, even I remember Edge talked about how um, the problem he has with stadium shows is that when you're in the ring, he was like, sound in a stadium travels up rather than in an arena where it travels down. And so he's like, you don't really even get to feel the crowd the way you would in an arena. Um, And so he's like, it sounds different. You're not really feeling it as much. Uh, so, like, even for the wrestlers, it's not right. the same. It's not as good. Uh, and so, really, the only thing a stadium show is good for is that visual mm-hmm. and the bragging rights of being able to say we've got 70,000 yeah, people yeah, here, right? Numbers. But, like, beyond that, it's, like I said, they're not nearly as fun to attend. Yeah, jam pack uh, me 15, 20,000 in an arena. Let's go. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, like I prefer I, that. I, I feel like arena shows, one, the sound travels better, and I have more fun at those. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to multiple stadium shows, right? There's another poster right here. It's a WrestleMania poster. Yep. Um, and I was at the Royal Rumble literally just this year. I went to uh, nine WrestleMania, so all I know is fucking stadium <laughs> shows. Most of the time, I did not like the stadium aspect of it. It's, it yeah, I feel like... I've had to switch seats before because of the view. Like It's just like, oh, nothing. I don't... Uh-uh. It's a fun bragging right to say, like, we sold out a stadium. And I get why Mm -hmm. companies want to do it. I get why WWE does it. Um, I get why AEW would want to. But I would just say that as as an event goer, Mm -hmm. 
I don't enjoy stadium shows nearly as much as I enjoy just a really cool arena. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, that's how I feel. But then like when you have a stadium show that, that means it's going to be a lot of wrestling fans play big weekend, like everything that comes along with stadium shows. I love, but the actual show, not a fan of. So, you know, I think that definitely could happen though. I think, and honestly, that goes down to me preferring, like, I prefer attending basketball games over attending football games. Like, there's just something about the atmosphere of the arena versus the atmosphere of a stadium that that just don't compare. Uh, Orion says, to sell out a show with no matches listed. That's some cred there. WWE stands have to step back and admit AEW and uh, New Japan got juiced. They won't, but uh, look, this is how I feel about all of that. The the whole... um, argument it's weird that it's not weird like because weird would mean abnormal and i you know know like yeah (laughs) it's been happening a long time but like when i was giving kudos on the tickets being sold when i posted that tweet AEW actually shared it thank you AEW. uh on um them actually having sold out uh the arthur or not Arthur having having sold out um uh united center and now united center is the depending on the setup uh largest arena in america um like you're not going to beat that capacity in in many other places as far as arenas are concerned obviously stadiums are like that's a flex when i said that i was not saying anything about any other promotion i was simply saying that this is an accomplishment right yeah but of course people got to jump in the mentions and be like well you, you know, know the vibes yeah they're like they're they're not selling this today i was like i uh or you know if wrestlemania was here they would have sold it too sure i didn't say they wouldn't well, i don't why, recall why did, why did it take them so long to book united center again then yeah and like i i had it, I, I know why the because the actual answer and it's the same reason that Tony knows that he, that booking United Center is kind of a, a bit of a vanity flex, because United Center is expensive as fuck. Like I, if that, I, we talked about this before this podcast exist, podcast existed. Uh, we yeah. had a whole conversation about it. Yeah, it's just, it's a really expensive venue to run, and so when, uh, if you want to maximize the amount of money you're going to make off an event, then. You know, Allstate Arena is a great place to run. Right. Uh, Wintrust yeah. Arena is a great place to run because mm-hmm. those are cheaper. They don't have um, the yeah. they don't have the union fees, and they mm-hmm. don't have the. Uh, it's not an NBA arena, and so like yeah, I, and I like Wintrust by the way. Yeah, the more you can get away with not running an NBA arena, right. <laughs> The it's, better because it's why WWE doesn't run MSG as often. Like they now right, it's right. like all Barclays Center because M- MSG is just so expensive. It's MSG expensive. is this, really this is, uh, MSG this... is is vanity. It mm-hmm. is because like WWE tried to get around it, right? Uh, yeah. For a minute they did <laughs> because um, MSG for the longest time requires uh, they still do. MSG requires that you use their video staff mm-hmm. um, uh, to run televised events there, and so. Uh, and of course they're all union, and so they cost more yep. than using WWE's crew. And so WWE was like, "All right, for a long time, we're like we're not going to run televised events, Madison Square Garden." But in 2015, they thought they had a workaround where they were like, "What if we do WWE Network events there?" Right? They did that like televised house show, yeah. and so they're like, "This technically isn't TV; it's streaming." And they got away with that one time, and then 
Madison Square Garden went and revised. <laughs> where, wait a where minute. It's like, they're like, wait, 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 wait. You can't do that. Uh, like, wait, like, y'all streaming? Nah, nah. Y'all trying like, to, that's yeah, still televised. Right. And so they, uh, they revised it. So now any events you run there that have a visual audience um, that are not in the building have to use their video production crew. Wow. And therefore... Yeah. Um, you have to pay those masks. Okay, yeah. So when we're requesting for people to have shows at MSG, we shouldn't because that sounds crazy. <laughs> I mean, so, so that's the thing. It's it's, it's vanity, right? It's one of yeah. those things where you have to be willing to to kind of eat the cost on it to be able right. to say that um, we are running this big ass event and it looks cool. It's the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden. Um, you know, but everything it's, else. It's not, not going to turn the profit that Barclays is going to turn. It's not going right, to turn right. the profit that uh, any other event's going to turn, but it looks good. And you have to be willing to, to eat that. But at the same time, that's not one you want to run regularly for that right. very reason. Uh, especially well, I'm, if you're ex- not- I'm excited. I got to see that ROH and New Japan show in 2019 at MSG. That was super dope. That was the first time I ever went to Great MSG. Show. And I think yeah. that was it. So. But like even art, but even like uh, artists and whatnot, um, just running a concert there. It's really a thing of just being able to say, mm-hmm. like, you got to be able to eat the cost, but uh, ultimately say, hey, I sold out the garden. Right. Jay-Z. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you tell the creator did it two nights, too. Like, it, it's, it's lit out there. Man, so when uh, they announced the United Center for First Dance, I thought it was hilarious that week. Once it was announced, I knew because I know all these things that you just said about United Center, how much it costs and everything. And people are like, Punk's not coming, guys. You're going to get swerved. I was like, guys, you don't pay for United Center if you don't know you have <laughs> Punk. And I kept telling people that behind the scenes, I'm like, he's coming. There's no way he's not coming. They don't they don't book United Center if they don't have him. Oh, no, no, no. They paid all that money for United Center to play MJF's music and swear. Right. No, yeah. there's no way they would I do that. For an hour <laughs> that, that makes no sense. Show, that wouldn't make any sense I, I, at I, all. Fam, like, you United Center is, is a very expensive venue, though. And like that's why you can guarantee... Dynamites are going to run that. Dynamites mm-hmm. are going to stick with Wintrust because yep. it's a uh, it's a less expensive. Isn't venue. it awfully out of the way too, Phil? What Wintrust? No, uh, United Center. No, United Center is right in the city. It's like uh, right well, in United the, Center is the dope one. Wintrust it, is the one that's out of there. Wintr- Wintrust, no, Wintrust is, is in, the in the city. city it's it's the Sears Center or now. Oh, Arena. Sears Center. That's yeah, the now, one yeah, that's not in the city. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Allstate is not in the city. It's in Rosemont. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Oh yeah, the the Rosemont Horizon, the the Allstate, yeah, that one's out mm-hmm. of, um, uh, that one's technically a Rosemont, right? But it's like right off the freeway though, like you can still get to it pretty easily, way mm-hmm. easier than way now easier arena. than now arena, now <laughs> yeah, arena now arena is far. But Wintrust is also the newest, isn't it? I'm pretty sure yeah. it was like built in like 2017. Yeah, it's right next to McCormick um, Center, it's where they have like a lot of conventions, and then they have like mm-hmm. the Duke basketball games. That's where they had the WNBA games. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's like in the heart of the city. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Because I think Allstate Arena is oddly the oldest. I think that one's like 40 years old, right? That one, when WWE runs, that one's the oldest. And then I think Now Arena was, I I don't know why I know this stuff about your city, but Now Arena. It's the greatest city in the world. uh, (laughs) I'm from the city of the best city in the whole world. world, 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 world. Yeah, Uh, that was, I think Now Arena was 06. And then um, United Center is 94. I definitely know that because that was it's the house that Jordan built. There's... After they tore down the Madhouse, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you have to know when the United Center was built. And then, uh, fam, when... I I used to have a, a piece of the floor from the Madhouse, um, a collect a collector's piece after they tore it down. Wow, oh, that's cool. What happened to it? Um, my dad probably to. has it. 
Yeah, my dad probably somewhere out there. I was gonna say that's it's one of those things that I that my dad bought that I kind of grabbed and I used to have it in my room. And he probably uh, he probably at some point was like, "Why does he have this? Give me this." Is <laughs> <not>. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly though, this is a really cool thing uh, yeah. that they sold this event out, and I'm gonna be there. Um, I don't know how, but I'm gonna get there. If I have to drive, I will be there. Uh, and I say that because I'm looking at flights, and flights they're are like stupid. Uh, they're not just expensive, but they're like inconvenient. Uh, Ooh. so I was looking at one and it was like, it would have me land at five fifty eight, and the event starts at six and I'm like, Nope, yeah. that's not going to work. Uh, and I was looking like the day before and there's so much, Stupid. I don't know. Yeah. There's ridiculous. So, I'm like yeah. trying to figure out the right flight. Also, I would like to land at midway, but I recognize that. Um, O'Hare is probably going to have to be an option. <laughs> uh, why do y'all have two f- airports? What is the point of this? Because one one airport is more local. It doesn't have the international flight. O'Hare is uh, kind of like the international airport. It's the bigger airport. Um, it's outside of the city, kind of. Um, Midway, I love traveling on Midway because it's, it's closer to me. It's smaller. It's less hassle. Um, O'Hare is always crowded. Always. Yeah, uh, I don't care so- what time you go. It's always crowded. So, yeah, I was looking at, so uh, if I took that flight that lands at, like, 5.58, I guess the benefit to that is that <laughs> um, it's only, like, 10 minutes from the arena, it looks like. So, uh, I'm telling you, Midway is, Midway so is, it was the, like, Midway is the one, I man. could probably pull it off still. <laughs> Don't do it. Be Don't close, do it, because yeah. you, 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 you co- run into something like a flight get canceled. Don't do it. I know, right? Then I'm down. screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was, like, all of it was... I don't know. That's that's the one that I'm like, don't do this one. Like that would be mm-hmm. a huge mistake. If anything gets delayed, I am screwed. You have no minutes to spare. Zero no minutes. minutes to spare. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Probably won't try that. Uh, what else we got? We got some. Y'all are lucky. Yeah, that's gonna be a super dope show. They haven't announced anything. When they start announcing things, it's gonna get super duper. Yeah. If if we're still speculating, I still think we're getting Mox versus Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're definitely like getting. Mox. I thought because mm-hmm. if Mox versus Tanahashi, the match that he has been trying to get for over a year, mm-hmm. uh, if there was any place that was going to happen, it has to be here. Right. Like I think the only other show people were maybe thinking it could happen at was this DC show, and the fact that I it, never believed that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a way smaller venue. Uh, yeah, it's and... a smaller show, and then the the match they announced for that show is the four way for the U.S. title. That match is fire, though. But that looks like Ta- it's gonna be fire. Tanahashi but... and Moxley are in it, which is gonna be a good way to continue to build towards that. that fire. Yeah, because yeah, he he never answered him. He he never answered his challenge. He just he just happens to be in this four way. Mm-hmm. He's been calling him out for a year, over yeah. a year. Um, but yeah, I. Kind of feel like I mean we we're gonna no. get into a certain club later, and I feel like there's a reason why they set up that match that way. Yes. Uh, no, I I think Moxley versus Tanahashi mm-hmm. is is the one. Um, but yeah, the one everybody wants to know is what's Okada gonna do, and there's mm-hmm. so many things, there's so many places you can go with that. Um, and I mean, I think Punk and Okada like also make sense, but everybody's like, "But what about Kenta? Like Kenta's mm-hmm. you can always call can't Rio. call him this match for so every time he tweets, he's like, CM Punk, let's fight.' So like, bro, you can you can do like Kenta later, years. man. I, I I feel like for this show, if you're gonna main event this show in Chicago with with Punk, 
I feel like you got to do Okada. Like you have to do. It. I feel. I, I agree. I, agree. I mean, it could, that that could be just the match I want to see. But and because like Kenta, there still can be some fire. There's Samoa Joe. You, there's Brian Danielson. You, like, Kenta it, is yeah, the king yeah. of petty. Kenta is. Yeah. Kenta came out and took uh, Naito's moment. I, I feel like that's All one right. of the greatest things he's done is, with his career. And I feel like him coming out and giving Punk a GTS at the end of the show makes a lot Leading of sense. Leading to Wrestle Kingdom, maybe or something. I could see it out there. Honestly, though, just looking at it, I, I, I do not envy um, Gato or Tony Khan having to essentially look at this and go. <laughs> the dub. Somebody was asking if I was wearing PWG yeah. shirt. Yeah, I'm PWG young boy, yeah. of course. Like having to look at this and go, how do we put this together? How do like, all right, we got Tony Khan is, you know him, and he is just meticulous. So he's just like. What do I do? What do I do? And he's but listening like, but, to people saying what they should do. Like, he, there's so many things going on. In like his you brain have this right match now. here, but then all of a sudden you got this match here. Like, there's so many options right now that I imagine putting this card together is probably going to be a lot of fun, but also, yeah. like, you, you have to make some sacrifices. There's like, so people. many wrestlers. You have Ring of Honor wrestlers. Like, there's so much. Come on, man. man. You got, so got Kushida out there. Yes. There's so much they could do. Holy yeah. God damn, yeah. there's so much they could do. Like there's gotta there has to be multi man matches because there's just too many there's too many wrestlers. It's it's crazy. I know. I God, it's gonna be a night. It's gonna mm-hmm. be a great night. It, that's I'm excited to be there for it all. So uh, there's some cool stuff coming up before that though. We still got uh double or nothing. Like there's some good good stuff that's gonna yeah, lead into I'm be it. There. So. Uh, I'll be a double or nothing in just a few weeks. Yes, it's gonna be fun. I will also be there. Vegas, baby. Grafsky boys are back. Three of us will be there. Uh, uh, Theron Reynolds will also be there. It's gonna be uh, hot as fuck. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it is. Looking forward to see a lot of people there, man. Big homie Graham's gonna be out there. Yes. should be a fun trip, man. Andres actually just uh, told us uh, he's gonna be out there, willing and dealing. So we're gonna be. It's gonna be cool, man. My wife's coming. Um, that's the this is the first wrestling trip she's made with me. Wow! Uh, because our anniversary is in ten days, and so we figured let's celebrate. Yeah, uh, let's. She, she, she hit you with that call, like, "Fam, look, you've been making these wrestling trips all year. You are not going to Vegas without me." <laughs> I'm this going. Is, I'm, I, it was you said it was after Wale Mania, right? Because we were like, we was. No, nah, it was actually. She, she wanted to go. Up. So that was the thing. Was she was. She was mad that she didn't get to go to Wally Mania because mm-hmm. uh, she was straight up Fine. like, like the second I said we were going to Wally Mania, she was like, I could probably find the time off and like, <laughs> she's like trying to book flights and all of that. And uh, she just wasn't able to make it happen. But uh, as far as Vegas is concerned, that was actually my idea for her to come. So I was like, look, like double or nothing's on Sunday. Yep. Let's have a weekend and let's get away in Vegas. Uh, it's the kids will be out of school. So. We don't have to worry about like school nights or anything as far Sweet. as like leave them with somebody and y'all have fun because mm-hmm. uh, their last weekend of school is Memorial uh, the Friday before Memorial Day. So it's like, let's go. Let's have fun. And then uh, now, granted, Saturday is getting busy all of a sudden. Uh, I noticed that pretty much every day something else is getting added to Saturday. <laughs> 
It's happening. You now. know where I'm about to be in the independent no. wrestling streets, getting my dang on, just like Texas, just like Florida, just like everywhere ever. I'm so super Man, excited. They're, they're already announcing shows for that weekend for uh, Forbidden Door as well. You got Warrior Wrestling the same day. Yeah. Um, like literally, like kind of like up the street from where the United Center is mm. at. Uh, I think it's at Malcolm X College. Mm. Um, yeah. So that that's, be that's going to be a dope weekend. A bunch of dope uh, weekends coming up. Wow, we're we're just blessed, lucky, and uh, spoiled wrestling fans. As man, wrestling are, is in a great place. I, man. I, I, just, I said it a couple weeks ago, man. I don't feel like there's been a better time. Like I know people associate the good times of pro wrestling with wrestling being a craze um, because uh, they because people almost feel like you need outside validation for things to feel great right but like just in terms of quality content output right now and i even mean this for wwe i mean this for everybody right now quality content being output i have never felt like i've had so much good shit to take in that like even when um there's stuff to be frustrated with it's like but you know what there's some shit i still like so like i um, I still feel like I, the most fun I had with pro wrestling was last fall uh, mm-hmm. because there was just so much great shit and it was just great to be back and great to be back in front of uh, back in crowds and all of that. Now, granted, um, Reg had to go to a show and uh, great <laughs> content for our show. It kicked off Grapsity, so you know <laughs> it worked out. I think. Hey, <laughs> but, but other than that, I feel like I just haven't had more fun with pro wrestling that i'm having right now there's so yeah, much i agree there's, there's it's so much right right now it's been insane there's so much great wrestling that all the talent like w even wwe i still turn it on like there's a lot of things that i hate but there's you know some things that i really don't hate as much mm-hmm. like the jackass death match i'm gonna bring up the jackass death match all the time because that was a masterpiece and so yeah no wrestling is Every single night, like this weekend, honestly, I was thinking like, oh, there's not that much wrestling on, which is funny enough. It's an impact tonight. There's usually mm-hmm. a million things on. And I was lying because there's a million wrestling things going on, including Impact Wrestling. Send my check right fucking Man, now. We you are get getting... the righteous bump, and it's because of me. I don't know if you guys know this, uh, but we are getting Rich Swan versus Loretto Kid for free on YouTube before Under Siege. I'm That's going to be a great match. That up, boy. Oh, my God. By the way, Impact had a ton of departures this week. They did, um, yeah. Oh, I don't know what the hell started going on. Willie Mack was a big surprise to me because I've been uh-huh. trying to get a Willie Mack interview and all this stuff, but now I can get it because he doesn't work for that one. Yeah, shout out to Willie Mack. Book Willie Mack right now. Also, Jonah was only in there for a little bit of time after it's released huh? from WWE. Was Jonah signed, though? I, think I don't he was think just so. I think it's probably stop. just like a short-term deal type thing. But yeah. the things that he did, he, like, made a mark. Like, he wrestled Suzuki. He wrestled PCO. He wrestled Josh Alexander. Like, he, like, made his mark and, you know, did his short-term deal how you should do it. Get in, get your shit, and get out. Try to get a better deal somewhere else because, you know, Impact, it's, it's – I don't know what's going on there. I hope it's not going to be a lot more releases. I hope they – replace these people with some other great people um impact i don't know what's going on but i hope everything's okay out there yeah i mean it's uh i think content wise impact is doing pretty great uh i think everything else wise there's definitely some flags for concern yeah uh, <laughs> i meant ishii when i said suzuki my bad yeah 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, like when but, you showed me the 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 ticket sales for this show that we're about to see, and I was like, oh my god, that is. I think when we looked yesterday, they horrible. sold sixty nine tickets. Oh. Uh, I mean, how do you? I guess in one regard, you could say nice, but other than that, uh, that's... <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> but other than but that... no, that's that's an awful waffle, bro. Sixty nine tickets to a major event, or not major, but you know, like a show that's. I mean, gonna I show be... is going to be on television. Yeah, like, that's not good. Yeah. That's... They're going to have to give away free tickets. It's WCW Nitro in fucking nineteen ninety nine again. This is crazy. They even they, they, they had at least sold a couple yeah, they, thousand before they would they had to sell a thousand away. tickets at minimum. Yeah, yeah, oh, right. God, like this, it, it's you guys need my help. Call me Scott Demore. I could get you out of this. I've been trying. Call to. me Scott <laughs> I didn't put the thing on Wrestle Talk. I gave you all these points, and you're just not listening to me. Call me up. I could get this solved. I can get at least two hundred people in there. Come on, some type of wrestling. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's like whenever somebody says. um uh, when people are talking about, uh, you know, like Deanna worked Dynamite this week. And by the way, I'm looking at them now. The show's tomorrow, Sunday, May 8th. They haven't moved anymore. Um, uh, but, yeah, so uh, I, I decided to check. Cause I'm like, 24 hours later, you know, we were just talking about people who buy last-minute tickets. Uh, but Hey, man. Uh, so They need to people... team up with the – I think one big thing that they should do is team up with an independent wrestling company wherever they are. Say they're in St. Louis, they team up with Glory Pro or, you know, Russell Mac. Oh, you know, like whoever has a popular independent wrestling company, wherever they're broadcasting their show, team up with whoever's hot out there and you're going to sell more tickets just based off the local shit. It's going to help impact. It's going to help the local company and it's just going to improve it. Like there's so many wrestling companies out that people are picking and choosing what they want to do and if you don't have something some kind of appeal you need more you need five appeals you can't have just one appeal and, and group of, be, yeah and you know i agree I, mean? I think teaming with people uh would work out for that yeah but like you know uh diana worked dynamite this week and um you know impact fans got really upset for a number of reasons uh the first one being that she lost what the hell did you expect? I don't like what you, that, uh, you got. What did you guys think? think? Was happen? Come on, man. They, they, uh, the whole point of this was to get the title off of Deanna. I'm like sorry, the, it was going to happen at the uh, the Supercard of Honor if she would have showed up. If she didn't have the double booking, she was going to lose that belt that night. Yeah. Like, like, it, yeah. That, it like, kinda... Here's the thing. Two things can be true. One, they could very much be interested in Deanna. But yes. two, they don't have her right now. Like the also, fact yes. that she didn't even have to drop the title is is a blessing in itself. That like, hey, at least we were able to have a match. She was able to put somebody over while under contract to somebody else. That's a great thing to even have that. Um, but you know, I saw a lot of arguing between uh, AEW fans and Impact fans. Impact fans really offended by the uh, Dynamite ending and really offended at the assertion when people said, "Wow." Um, I said it, <laughs> that Deanna looks great on that stage and Deanna looks great in front of that many fans. Yeah. And people are like, well, why would she want to go to AEW when they don't know how to book the women's division, blah, 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 blah. And like, listen, uh, like the, the, the thing about that is, guys, it is okay to like Impact Wrestling. Yes. I like Impact Wrestling. Reg likes show. Impact Wrestling. Philip likes uh, Impact Wrestling. We... I it's on my DVR. Mm-hmm. Um, although my DVR can't differentiate between 
uh, Impact Wrestling when it's a new episode and like the other stuff they play on Access. So it's really annoying. Oh, yeah. So I usually have like 20 episodes of Impact. Yeah, sometimes um, it'll just say Impact Wrestling and it's like yeah, nothing else. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, it's so uh, my DVR just has like everything Impact that airs on Access all day. Uh, and so I have to like sort through to find like what was the act because like it'll have stuff from like oh nine and I'm like no mm-hmm. this isn't what I'm trying to watch, um, but uh, or maybe it is because I like oh nine impact um, that pre Hogan stuff that era was was exciting, um, but just talking about nobody got into pro wrestling to wrestle in front of sixty nine people like no. they didn't um, and. Yeah. and and I oh. feel like I feel like in the pandemic, though, there was everything was kind of the same, right? It's like whether I'm wrestling for Vince, whether I'm wrestling for Tony, whether I'm wrestling for Impact, I'm not wrestling in front of anybody. So, like, right. I can really spend this time really honing my craft and, and making it the best. And Deanna made the best of that, right? She went she to died. Impact and she absolutely killed it. I feel like out of everybody released by WWE, she's had the best career since i feel like she's been killing it ever since she left that company um i don't know i feel like people always leave out context with this stuff um impact fans you got to look at the context here um they made both impact wrestlers look phenomenal on that show morrissey looked like a a million bucks he Um, did he he lost that match but he dominated for most of that match he got a lot of offense in um that really felt like an audition for him i feel like he's gonna get a deal off of that um I feel Apparently, like the, the word is that WWE watched. Yeah, that I was gonna say he's gonna get a deal off of He's about mark to my words. Somebody, yeah. <laughs> mark my words. And the Deanna thing, fam, she got the main event on her debut. Like nobody just they don't just do that for anybody. And and not just that. Um, if you know the history with her and the women of women of honor division and just how much uh, that meant to her because she was there yeah. before there was a title. Um, she fought for a lot of stuff for that company, for women's wrestling. And for her to be able to hold that title meant a lot to her. For her to be able to main event shows and defend that title meant a lot. So, no, this was not a bad thing for Deanna. I feel like Deanna absolutely won in this. Um, and not just being able to defend it here, being able to defend it in Impact. Wearing the yellow gear, which she wore the yellow gear with Ring of Honor. No, man, this was great for her, man. It. Right. Everybody doesn't have to physically win for it to be a win. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Man, like this is going to be good for her in the long run. And on top of that, Mercedes Martinez disrespect, bro. If Mercedes Martinez wins, like... That's yeah, awesome. She deserves of, everything she just, that, she that he gets. You know what I mean? Like, if Deanna losing means Mercedes wins, that's a win for women's wrestling. Someone that's a vet, someone that's been through, someone that deserves a moment like this. So you can't be, you can't be like, oh, they they jobbed or whatever to Deanna because she lost to Mercedes Martinez. It wasn't like right. Some, it, it wasn't like it was somebody, I mean? nobody. Like, Mercedes Martinez is a legitimate women's wrestling legend, man. Yes. Like, come Legendary. On, man. Legendary. Oh. And then, uh, you know, Diona was really excited to be able to do that with Mercedes. So, you guys, come on. Yeah, and in that venue, like, she's had nothing negative to say at all. Like, you yeah. know, in the home of Ring of Honor, in front of a sold-out crowd that looked awesome, by the way, because of the lighting change. Yeah. Um, like that, it's great shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, speaking of lighting changes, I'm going to follow up on something I said last week. Uh, going in a slightly, completely different direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, I said I watched NXT. Week before, oh, yeah. I also watched NXT. And guess what? I watched NXT this week. I said that shit was trash last week and the week before. But you know what? I didn't think it was this week. Wow. Uh, I thought that the spring break. Spring break. Spring break. Spring break. Uh, uh, electric yeah. Boogaloo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> spring break. Two spring break. Was anybody pop locking? I thought that it was actually. Now, granted, it was mostly just matches, and uh, that's what I like out of pro wrestling. Yes, please. Especially uh, with NXT. Maybe give me me the bits. Just give me some wrestling. And I thought that match wise, for the most part, it delivered. Um, And uh, I thought that three way for the uh, North America title was cool. I mean, it was a very like moves match, but also like <laughs> I don't, I, I don't hate moves matches. Yeah. Uh, no, so... is the guy, man. I think Sokoa's is gonna be a star, man. He's got Great it. Star. Um, yeah. They they dusted the mothballs off of uh, Ben Carson, aka um, Nathan Fraser. Oh, um, it was Car- very good to see him. And ben man, Fraser awesome. Ben Carson. <laughs> man, ben, Carson. Ben Carter. Sorry, sorry, ben sorry, Carson. sorry, 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 sorry. Not not HUD guy. Not uh. Not yeah. guy. Sorry, 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 sorry. Ben, ben Carter. Ben Carter. Um, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> ben Carter. No, now uh, I want to see Ben Carson. Wrestling. Yeah, no. Ben, ben Carter. Not. Ben Carter. Uh, yeah. AKA Nathan Fraser. Yeah. Um, and Fraser looks great as he has always looked great. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so re- weird that they signed him and then had him hidden away over there in NXT UK. Bring this guy to the US. Put him on big stages, man. Mm-hmm. He's 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 gonna be a legit guy. This is reminding me that the Nathan Fraser talk is reminding me of that uh, Stokely Hathaway clip he just posted of his stand oh, yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about NXT UK. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so that was amazing, funny, man. Oh man, incredible. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what Stoke, you know, where Stoke goes. But yeah, NXT. Um, I think for their entire existence, one thing they always have and they always can do is put together a great wrestling show. If they need to put together some rap, some matches, a takeover style, a big show, it's 
most of the time, 95% of the time going to deliver. So I never like, am, I, I'm never surprised when they put together a dope show like this, you know? Yeah, well, like, um, you know, I, I had concerns uh, because I have, for the most part, um, thought that uh, that the entire Braun Breaker feud, like everything I had seen, was yeah, the buildup was pretty awful. Some of the worst television. Like, <laughs> I've, I've yeah, seen. the Gacy stuff still doesn't work for me. Yeah, bad, sorry, bad, bad, uh, yeah. but the match was fine. I mm-hmm. thought that the match came through. I'm super. Uh, so. I'm, I'm. Why did they choose Joe Gacy? Is my whole. I, I don't know why they went. I didn't think that was the direction to go with with Braun, but you know, I, characters I, welcome. I, I I have thoughts, but <laughs> you know. We're 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 starting with love, so we got to see Rick Steiner get kidnapped. That was something. <laughs> yeah, getting his getting his no, old I, I, time. Like I'll say this, I I like I said, I wanted to give it a chance because of the fact that I've heard from so many people that while NXT 2.0 isn't necessarily uh, black and gold, that mm-hmm. NXT 2.0 is good at what it does. It has its own like, identity. It has its own For identity, sure. and I, and I wanted to give that a chance. And last week, I wasn't feeling it. The week before. Really wasn't feeling it. This week, though, um, I felt like at least as a destination show, it came through. So, yeah, yeah giving it a fair shot. I liked it. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, like a lot of people in Legato del Fantasma, they're great. Mellow. I mean, that's kind of still NXT black and gold, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I guess you <laughs> yeah, could kind of say. Uh, yeah. So all the Camera like, Grimes. Like, Camera yeah, Grimes, Cameron the, Grimes is still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's still a black and gold act. Uh, uh, yeah. There's not very many left, but. The new, the new breeds. Um, shout out to Roxy. That was dope. Was she on the show? Uh, she was on the she show. She was in those awful backstage segments. E, the, 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 the ever since segments. you said that uh, NXT 2.0 was undressed phil i just i'm telling never you have it's the exact same tone it's, <laughs> i've it's never so, stopped seeing it now i'm just it's like so this bad. Is undressed, bro. Man, if, if if you just look at it from the part where mandy puts that uh playboy sticker on before she gets in a uh tanner that mm-hmm. looks exactly like something you would see on mtv undress definitely, definitely. it looks super dated uh, mm-hmm. and, and again, that's not a knock to Mandy because I know every time you mention Mandy, people are like, "Oh, why are you being mean to Mandy?" Mandy is fantastic. I yeah. just think that the stuff that they're doing around Mandy and the stuff it's they're doing crazy. with their division is just not my cup of tea. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I saw that Booker take and fam, come on, man, you know Booker what Athena meant. She's not she's not trying to dunk on on Mandy. She made a point to compliment Mandy before that she said anything. What she was doing Booker T. Why are you saying that, dude? I don't know why you keep saying. Like I get like her, being a company man, but gosh darn it, Booker T. Like her relax. whole point was trying to say that Mandy is Mandy, and Mandy's good at Mandy, but the rest yeah. of us are not Mandy. And yeah. um, you know that's been uh, kind of a point that's been made for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Booker T. Just like it's the company. You leave it where. No, dude. Like I'm about uh, to talk. Uh, if you did me wrong, I'm about to say they did me wrong. I'm not about to be like, oh, I'm not gonna burn a bridge because Booker T. Thinks like, shut up, dude. Yeah, exactly. Don't say nothing. I didn't say nothing when Hunter buried me. Yeah, so you shouldn't say nothing either. Like, bro, you get that's out of here, bro. a wild. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty much what like he told like Leo Rush is like, don't mm-hmm. be like this. Stand in line, was, walk. It was a lot line. of nasty takes Ugh. about Leo after that that have not aged well. Not at all. It's been, uh, all of his things have been confirmed. So, Dylan says people need to stop analyzing wrestling uh, like some economists. Unless you are a wrestling economist, right? Like, yep. honestly, shout out to Brandon Thurston. He's good Dylan at this it. shit, right? Yeah, he's yeah, good. He, no, no. he is. I love his great at the shit. 
Them has been facts, though. Those, yeah. those, those are facts. Also, Trying to yeah. maximize casual viewership is what has tanked the quality of WWE television. Yeah. That's why I said, like, they think casuals is bringing in fucking celebrities and, like, I don't no. want to see. Like, I don't want to see a celebrity at Forbidden Door, dude. I want to see some fucking wrestling. Like, I, mean, I think you're gonna see celebrities. I think West Side's gonna be front row. <laughs> I, th- I think people forget that like WWE is making record profits, but oh, record, wow. but their money is made business to business. The majority yeah. of WWE money is not business to consumer; it's business to business. Right. Um, and that is just something to keep in mind they have and i think they are appealing to casuals like their wrestlers are on jimmy fallon and they're in commercials and like they uh, bianca's working with fenty and it's like they they are appealing to casuals i don't know if it's yeah. working for them they don't matter it doesn't matter they're making money either way so right you know? uh, and uh and granted even the jimmy fallon stuff took a while right like right. uh you know that story that uh they had uh Roman. Tried to send Roman to yeah. Jimmy Fallon in 2019, mm-hmm. and uh, they said no. And then, <laughs> hit him with the pass. Wow. And uh, they they were like, "No, oh, you got like the Undertaker or John Cena or something." Mm-hmm. And then in but now in 2022, he's, to Roman, he's he Oco. became undeniable. Yep, he, he, he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a big piece of that was that you had to do what fans were asking for for like five years oh hey, <laughs> so, missed out on that part to, but, did they appeal to, to us <laughs> to hey, but, but, but no dylan dylan's point is is on the money though like it's 100 yeah. percent on the money i see a lot of people that are are fans like they don't do podcasts yeah or nothing and they talk about all this ratings talk all this demos talk all of this okay how is this going to market it doesn't matter. Why are you talking like an exec? Like you Ooh. don't make any money off of this stuff. Just no. watch the shows and enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and really the only things like I care about ticket sales because that actually does affect the product. If right. a show it doesn't have fans at it, then that like pro wrestling to me is simply a game of uh popping crowds. <laughs> That's yeah. really it. Popping yeah. crowds are getting them to boot, getting crowds to react. Mm-hmm. If you don't have those crowds there, then you've essentially lost the most important aspect of pro wrestling. We had a year and a half of that to to experience, and it wasn't any fun. Right. So, like, by the way, I guess side note on that too. I don't know how people can stomach going back and watching any of that stuff. I can't. I, I keep seeing videos popping up in the timeline, and I'm like, "This is ew, you guys. How it, it, are you watching this again?" It depends on what it is, because I feel like somebody like Bailey, like Bailey, was thriving during that time. Bailey. Yeah. Bailey in the camera, trash talking and everything. I thought that stuff was still fun. I know, but I don't want to watch none of it again. It sounds crazy. I watched that when Stone Cold was there with Street Profits, and it just, there was it, all you oh, could hear is them. That was just awkward. no. I can't watch none of that when people like because you know wrestling fans are just kind of inherently nostalgic, and so when yeah, like wrestling so fans will post clips from that time period, I'm like, no, stop reminding me of that. I don't. And when they, see... they'll say things like, "I miss this," and it's like, bro, that was two no, years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's a and wild take. Yeah, no, that is wild, <laughs> and it sucks. And don't show me that. Wild don't show take. me none of that shit. No. I don't want to see fucking people on video boards. No, uh, I don't... please don't. I've, I've seen some people say bring back the Thunderdome, and I'm like, oh, please never I was bring in back the, the Thunderdome. I, I went into the Thunder. Did you guys go into the Thunderdome? I went My into the Thunderdome, and uh, it was what? awful. I left. I was like, I, don't, I, I left. left. <laughs> I, I left the, the virtual experience. I was like, this show sucks. And they're yeah, doing no. like, the problem. I, the biggest problem I have is they're directing you. Like, 
there's a guy in there being like, boo right here. Oh, here comes Roman Reigns. You're going to want to start booing. I mean, I, I get why they did that, though, like, because do you remember the first one where, like, nobody was reacting? Because here's the thing. Wrestling fans don't react at home. They, they just don't. sit there and watch. And so that got, first I'm show, not going to be like, yeah, get him, The Rock. No, dude, I'm, at, I'm in my bed. <laughs> so that's how everybody looked on screen, right? They were just all sitting there like. This is how I watch TV. At <laughs> right. Home, this dude. is how people watch TV. And so uh the next week they were like, all right, we gotta have like somebody Some enthusiasm. Like, yeah, yeah, get getting reactions, all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh like when I play WWE 2K22, nothing infuriates me more than when it randomly selects the Thunderdome. Oh. Um, because I'll be playing and then like it because it does the random arena select, and if I don't actually like now it is habit for me to actually go in and make sure that it doesn't give me them damn video boards uh, <laughs> where because <laughs> I don't want to see that. I don't want to be reminded of it. It wasn't any good. It wasn't any fun. Uh, no. That stuff is almost traumatizing because that it was is. a traumatizing period in yeah, our history. I don't want to be reminded of anything that happened during that time. I, I, I included, don't want you know? none of that. No. no. I, I, I tweeted this the other day because I went to Popeye's the other day and I was, remember when the chicken sandwich was like this crazy thing? What was going world, on, And people bro? like lined up happening? around the block. Like, like what, I don't did, know. what dimension did we cross over to to that, where we're That was fighting. two years ago, too. It doesn't we feel like that was two years over ago. chicken sandwiches. Rappers had them, like, stowed away in their their trunks, like, selling them out the back of their car. I'm like, what are we doing, you guys? Crazy, you guys crazy favorite show, One of your favorite shows, The Simpsons, has talked about so many of these moments where we're just, it's just like, is this real? And it's like, no, this is real life. Like, Although, we are really, there are really three hour lines for chicken sandwiches. Tell me why this whole conversation has made my black ass want the chicken sandwich. I mean, I'm I would definitely like, how am I going to go get a chicken stuff. sandwich right now? Yeah. And I'm like, all right. So, I mean, it was a good sandwich. Like, it was crazy. Uh, oh, I was but like, I mean, hey. niggas love some chicken and the shit was mine. Like, okay. <laughs> so, Vader's noms for sure. Like, Veda's acting class, which is after this, is, like, right by a Popeye, so I could, like, drop her off and then pull out and go get me a Popeye's chicken sandwich. That sounds really good. Like, it wasn't Popeye's fault. The chicken was fire. But, like, the people were the one that were being crazy. <laughs> no, it, Popeye's it got crazy. did a great job. It, it got crazy, bro. <laughs> it was not, it wasn't that deep. It's, it's no, a it was sandwich. not that deep. It no. was not. I'm, and I'm, now I'm they have chicken sandwiches at, like, at this coffee shop in Oakland, they're like, come get a chicken, chicken sandwich. sandwich. I'm like, bro, chicken and coffee sounds coffee. disgusting, bro. <laughs> why do you guys have a chicken sandwich? It's called Orbit Coffee. And it's like, why do you guys have a chicken sandwich? Go Yo. get some coffee. I'm out. Yo, chicken and coffee sounds nuts, Like, where are you man. frying the chicken up, bro? Like, next to the, the decaf? This is crazy. Uh, Irene asks, who from AEW absolutely has to make the Forbidden Door card? Because even though it's probably a four-hour card, everyone can't be booked for the show. I mean, they're going to have to do some multi-man matches. Yeah. Uh, it's really the only way to get through this That's one. That's it. Um, who has to make it? Yes, Brian Danielson has to make it. CM Punk has to make it. Hangman's got to make it. Uh, William Ospreay. So, specifically AEW, who has to make it? Uh, like, who can AEW not afford to have Mr. I think they're Mark. thinking of somebody not those people that like night. Moxley's gonna make it you know that yeah. but like um because like, it's hard right because yeah, like Swerve's working New Japan strong right now right? that's so, like, exactly one person I was thinking of is like but I think I think the the benefit that Swerve has is a lot of New Japan wrestlers want to wrestle him so he has a mm-hmm. little bit you know yeah. what I mean he has a little bit ahead of but even then he could possibly potentially get lost in the shuffle you know mm-hmm. as yeah. crazy as that sounds um and 
I mean, yeah, I like, guess, what are the young bucks? Are the young bucks going to be involved? Like, they're still they have, talking I mean, shit. You, they have yeah, to. Be. But you saw their video. They, they, they have about, to. You yeah, know? They, yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's, I feel like the the bucks have a benefit. We talked about multi man matches. Uh, yeah. The elite will probably they could do a big five man match, yeah. and that that yeah. takes up a lot of cap space if there's five in New Japan guys over there. So yeah, yeah, five New Japan guys versus the. Uh, undisputed elite mm-hmm. that takes care of a lot of people and that also solves the idea of a lot of those guys are as a matter of fact the whole super that's why i keep seeing super elite uh the undisputed elite all have new japan history so yep. like that's that kind of fills a lot of that as well yep. um i don't know honestly uh i'd love to see dante martin in a random banger or something like oh that if, God, you know guys that that match this week Ugh. was insane is that on the docket no, it's not on the docket. So brother, 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 that brother, match brother. Right there, man. Was oh insane. my god! I like everybody knows me. I love flipping. Give me the shit. flips. I love spots. I love crazy <laughs> shit. This was that. I don't know what. I love the moments in the match where Phoenix is just like this motherfucker here. I cannot stop him. Why does he keep flipping out of everything Man, I'm trying? The, the, this goes back to what I said earlier about you don't always have to win because yes. he lost, but I don't Boom. feel like Dante looked like a loser here. Dante no came way. out of this looking great. Mm-hmm. And this is this is now what, like the fifth or sixth AW guy that is like, this kid is it. Like, yep. he's gotten a nod from Hangman. He's gotten a nod yep. from, from now Phoenix. Um, Malachi, not from Malachi. Yep, Team Taz. Um, he's gotten several nods at this point. He's the Mm -hmm. guy. And I mean, I I said it on Day After Dynamite this week, but that man has grown up the last like month in that he grew some facial hair. All of a sudden, he's looking kind of cut. He's decided I am not twenty year old Dante Martin I think anymore. He, I'm twenty one think year old like, Dante he's Martin. Gonna, he's like paying tribute to his brothers too. He's like, yeah. I'm gonna do it for both of us. So like, I'm about to get out here. He, and he, that fucking match, dude. Oh my! I've already watched he, it like three times. Incredible stuff. The the reverse flip, uh, place plant, and then they called it back and both landed on their feet. Man. Flipping, there's uh, this is beautiful, beautiful work. Man, it, it. Shout out fa- Darius, by the way. That uh, now that that's out there, yeah, what, what yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The thing that we already knew, but we didn't. You know, we wanted to give Darius a space. Um, yeah, he had a car accident, and so <laughs> Malachi just told there. everybody. Yeah, Malachi just put it out into them streets. So I was like, I guess this is happening. Yeah, Darius Martin was in a car accident, so yeah, it was not a wrestling injury. Um, but- get well soon. But man, the best part of that match to me was them landing on their feet and Dante looking straight into the camera and right back at Phoenix like, nah, fuck out of here. You gotta, yeah, do, you yeah. gotta do more than that. <laughs> Phoenix being like, no, that, I cannot stop this little motherfucker. What's happening? That match here? reminded me of the things I loved best about that first hour of Nitro in 97. Yes, of, a million uh, percent. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, look, Nitro is gonna give you um, all different types of wrestling. Like, that's what I loved about Nitro was it was a variety show, right? Like, yeah. I knew I was going to get my my Hogan-type match. I was going to get my storytelling. Mm-hmm. I was going to get all of that. But that first hour, Juventud Guerrera was going to come out there and give me the shit I want to see. That first hour is how Rampage is, pretty much. They're like, yeah, jam-pack all is. the wild shit we got in this hour. Mm-hmm. You're going to get cruiserweights. You're going to get Eddie Guerrero. You're going to get fast shit and this match was a throwback to that i love this fucking match so yeah much, I, 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 like it, it's usually you get nervous 
I love sometimes they announce these matches and it's like two high flyers. There's been some matches like this that suck. Like, you know, one high flyer needs a base. He needs somebody else to counteract this, this, but this was not that. This was like, we both be flipping. We both be doing wild shit and let's do it. Let's try to outdo each other. And so at the end, Phoenix is like, all right, bro, I'm done with this flip shit. I'm just about to drop this kid on his head and get up out of here because I can't outflip him. And so that's what happened. Great ending. They embraced uh, Phoenix. Just, you know, it's amazing. Gave him his mask after the camera went off. That's so amazing. Like, that's as a luchador, people know how much that means. And so to see Phoenix back 1 million percent, like not even 100 percent. Phoenix is fucking back. (laughs) Like, I I I said that at watching uh, Triple Mania last week because that was dope as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was like, look, for anybody not watching this, Ray Phoenix is back. He's very back. Uh, you don't have to worry. He's not if walking like, into he this. He's running, this. jumping, flipping into this. He is He's back. like, nah, I'm still Ray Phoenix. I'm going to remind you why I'm Ray Phoenix. Um, Joseph Snurk sent us a humper chat. Shout out. Joseph says, uh, I need to see Dante versus Hir- uh, Hiromu. Um, that would just, I would, yes, please. I want to see what Hiromu is going to do. Uh, I think he has a lot of potential opportunities. Um, even, uh, Ishimori with the junior heavyweight championship, I think like there's some oh, great man. potential give matches my, to be signed. Man, LP so, in the mix, just LP, like that's what I'm saying. Even LPs out there, like there's so many Bullet Club. Like yo, it's like <laughs> what's gonna happen, y'all? <laughs> uh, Ricardo says, just a reminder, Kushida is out in the wild. What's, yeah. what's Kushida gonna do, man? Where Kushida gonna be at? Like mm-hmm. we, yeah, come on, free agent. Uh, Advanced Winblade says, oh, I forgot to mention Eddie Kingston, Davey Richards in the marquee match for the next Glory Pro I show. I love it. Seeing Eddie Kingston on the indies is always fun because he gets the microphone and he really gets to let it go. So <laughs> King- Kingston laughing at the Hangman promo was hilarious, bro. <laughs> that was yes. amazing. By the way, I, I, I'm going to keep saying this because y'all not giving my man his due. Put some respect on Hangman's name. That promo was fire. And I feel like people are like, oh, this is a heel promo. No, it's not a heel promo. He's sick of y'all underselling him. He's like, yeah. nah, I'm going to go and I'm going to beat this dude's ass. He was talking about me crazy. when I first started. Rhapsody. <laughs> he was talking to me. I get it, Hangman. You're right, bro. I'm no, sorry. He, I'm he's sorry. sick of it. He, he's been hearing since he got back, those three guys are bigger stars than him. Like, nah, I've beaten Brian. Yep. I've beaten Cole, and I'm going to beat his ass, too. Stop playing yep. with me. <laughs> yep. He said, you, you, you talk about your five stars and all that. Now I'm about to fight this fool. What you and, want? And, What's up? And then look how they're positioning Punk for uh, uh, Long Island this week. He's facing yep. um, John Silver. John Silver from <laughs> Long Island. Punk talked all that shit about Long Island. The mm-hmm. fans haven't forgotten. He is going to walk in and get booed. And Johnny Hungy's going to be on fire when yeah. he's out there in Long Island. The crowd's going to be behind him so heavy. This is going to be That's awesome. going to be fun. Uh, he also says, give me Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, and that's a match that a lot of people are. When I, I did a thread on Reddit asking people what matches they want to see, and that was pretty uh, high. Man, Most people I were saying that, see that. Uh, Cornman316 says Andrade versus Naito or Phoenix versus Osprey. Um I think they'd probably do a Lucha Bros match at this point. It's I don't even know. They might. I don't. I don't know. Like they have. Uh, uh, Phoenix has New Japan ties too. Like a lot. It's a lot. There's so much to happen. And uh, I love me some Sova. Uh, says uh, Dante versus uh, Vikingo. Are you kidding me? Like especially after everything we. Yeah. Man. 
Yes. Vikingo is not a real person, man. I don't know. No. He, no. He be I don't know what he be stuff, on. Man. Yeah, I do not know what he be on. Yeah, I'd love to see Dante over in Mexico. Or I was really, really, really hoping they would possibly put him in the best of Super Juniors, man. which they also announced this week. And they're going to be amazing. I'm excited to see Ace Austin. Shout out to Impact Wrestling. We're talking about it again. Ace Austin's going to be out there uh, as Impact Wrestling X Division champion. Uh, Alex Zane. Willer Yuta is going to be there with this pure ROH championship. This is going to be a great tournament. This is always one of my favorite tournaments because, like I said, I like that flippy shit. I like that junior heavyweight shit. So It is a great time Beautiful. to be young in pro wrestling right now. I'm um, saying, yeah, the under-25 you know, I- coalition are destroying it. I mean, in it in under thirty, even you know, mm-hmm. I was uh, as I was watching the tag match on Rampage, and they were hyping up uh, everything that's happening on Dynamite next week, um, and specifically with uh, Jamie Hader facing mm-hmm. um, uh, facing Tony Storm. Tony Storm. Yeah, those two are the youngest in that match, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and like the fact that people are so looking forward to this match, and those are two great talents. Who are still super young. Yep. Yeah. Yep. People don't know because, you know, uh, Tony Storm has been in the game for a while, starting WWE, and, and she's done so much. But yeah, still super young in the game. People just like still trying to be out here and making it. So, like, that's going to be super dope. Yeah. That was a great then, tag match, too, by the way. That was just a great episode of Rampage. Yeah, that was. And then, like, Jungle Boy, super young, Dante Martin. Like, yeah, the young, even just in AEW, they have a super talented amount of young people on their roster that the future is fucking bright as hell i mean yeah. and then even over in wwe you got mm-hmm. uh um i mean i can't believe they've gravitated to austin theory that hard right uh, but austin theory is yeah. they're setting themselves up pretty nicely too for the future with their with their yeah. young talent yeah. i mean nathan fraser like i said nathan fraser's what 23 mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah. Ah, it's a great time right now for yeah. uh, the young wrestlers. What you don't want to do is repeat the mistakes of 2004, 2005, which mm-hmm. was um, go, hey, we got all these young people. Fuck all the old people. Yeah. And uh, yeah. let's push them all to the side and, and push these guys immediately because uh, that didn't work out all that well. I remember WCW tried to do that too towards the end. <laughs> they started doing the new blood thing that mm-hmm. they had Eric Bischoff and uh, – Vince Russo come in and strip everybody of the titles, and they're like, everybody that's old sucks. Everybody that's young is cool, and it's like that's not a great strategy. Nah, but, you no. got to work your way up there because uh, it was like they were in such a rush in 2004 where they were like, all right, Randy Orton, he's going to be world champion, and it's like, mm-hmm. hey, I bet if y'all knew in hindsight that you were going to get 20 years out of that guy, you probably in 2004 wouldn't have been like. Because I know, I, I get what Russian. the thinking was at the time. The thinking at the time was, you know, The Rock came in 24 years old. Yeah. Uh, and we only they had just lost years. Brock Lesnar, too. Yeah. So they yeah, were Yeah, but it was to, like, well, know. we had just, we had only gotten mm-hmm. six years out of The Rock. You know, yeah. Rock came in, and by 33, he was done. So, you know, if we're going to get somebody like a John Cena. We don't know how long we're going to have him, so let's do it now. And then it turned mm-hmm. out, oh, you had him for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, Randy Orton, 20 years. <laughs> Randy Orton is yeah. like, I'm not leaving. I'm still here, you guys. <laughs> right. And, like, uh, you had Jeff Hardy for 20 years. Like, all those young guys back then, all of a sudden, you're looking up. 
hey, these guys are still wrestling. Mm-hmm. I think in high, I think hindsight being twenty twenty, like obviously you can't anticipate somebody getting the Hollywood itch and suddenly getting picked up and going elsewhere. You can't anticipate that twenty four year old Brock Lesnar turns twenty six and then suddenly decides I'm, I'm done with I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> I'm gonna you go play football. <laughs> That stuff you can't anticipate. <laughs> but for the most part, a lot of these guys are lifers. And, like, mm-hmm. you're going to have these guys for a long time. Yeah. And uh, I thought they, I bet you they thought it was a little sketchy, too, at the beginning because he kind of had a couple of injuries. And they mm-hmm. were like, maybe Randy Orton's not the guy. But it's like, no, Randy Orton's staying, dude. He's about to be here forever. He might hit 30 yeah. years out this bitch. I'm like, <laughs> he is ready to go. You're not going to – yeah. I, I think there's a lot of young talent right now. But also, uh, and yeah, Nick A in the chat just pointed out, he's like, The Rock became a part-timer at 30. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> that, yeah, that's what I mean, crazy. too. Right, yeah, that so is pretty crazy. I get what their thinking was. We're like, we got to capitalize on these young guys now, but I'm hoping mm-hmm. now we have this slew of young talent. Don't rush it. You don't mm-hmm. have to because also you get a lot of the older talent in their prime, and it's almost the perfect time to kind of use all of these guys together. Because yeah. I think we're going to look up in a number of years and go, can you believe there was a time where Brian Danielson was wrestling, CM Punk was wrestling, mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes was wrestling, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns was wrestling at the same time that Wheeler Yuta was wrestling and Austin Theory was wrestling yeah. and Jungle Boy was wrestling. And like all these, guys, and all these people, the same, yeah. all these same fucking guys at the same time were all mm-hmm. – yeah, that's multiple different eras at once. Mm-hmm. And Sting is still in there. What? And Sting's still there <laughs> d- diving off balconies through tables and shit. Like, what's going on? <laughs> nah, I'm yeah. telling you, this is a great time. I think mm-hmm. in hindsight, people are going to look up and you know that picture that's that constantly gets posted. Like, man, oh, 2000, God, 2008. the 2008 roster <laughs> was so great. I um, hate that picture. I feel like this year people are i mean people are going to look at that like i think the most absurd looking poster in hindsight is going to end up being the all out 2020 poster of like can you believe this was a real thing that like we had at one point just like kenny omega and Mm -hmm. and and cm punk on the same program like this doesn't make any sense this doesn't even this doesn't even look right what is this Mm -hmm. yeah all out 2021 i was confused at first i thought say 2020 uh, yeah 2021 yeah 2021 um i don't know it's it's gonna be a great time time. Uh, it's a great time um and Tim Gordon says Takeshita is three years younger than Darby Allen. Crazy. That match was fire too. Oh, the lethal match, huh? Yeah, yeah was, I love fire. that. Cool Jammer says, "Did Will see Sheeta at TJPW? Give me Sheeta versus Miu." I did not. I've heard lots of great things. Um, and everybody has been messaging me, "Have you seen the Sheeta match?" And I'm like, "No, I haven't." The tag match is everybody. What is what everybody's bringing up? I haven't seen it. Uh, but I suppose I should. You saw Phil? Um, I didn't see it yet. Um, mm-hmm. but yo, a lot of cool stuff happening over in Japan. Yeah, that match is is uh getting a lot of praise. Um, and I I think we're definitely gonna get the Shida and Miyu match afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. man, Mayu Iwatani is your new S- SWA champion, and if you know that title held by a Japanese star can only be defended against non-Japanese stars. She's coming to the U.S. very soon. I have a really big feeling about that. She will be defending that title on U.S. soil very soon. Yeah. Um, and, okay. So, uh, the title of this episode, as people have seen on YouTube, going to talk about it. So, Freddie Prince Jr. It should have been entitled He's All That, but yeah. We'll <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
they could call it TAT Wrestling. It's They're All That Wrestling. And it's, uh, <laughs> They're <laughs> All That Wrestling. <laughs> There's no titles. You just win the title of All That. Yes. Yes. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. It's a name that if you grew up in the 90s, like we did, it's a name you heard a lot. Mm. Uh, this dude was a teen heartthrob. And then he, he grew up, did. Um, he was on 24 first season, mm-hmm. uh, and he was also a writer in WWE at one point. Yeah, big he wrestling fan. Fred and Scooby Doo. Um, he married Come Sarah on, Michelle Geller, um, and it's Freddie Prince Jr. I yeah. feel like Freddie is like the hero for nerds everywhere because he does all of the stuff that makes us look like losers, and he somehow <laughs> looks like cool. He looks cool when he does it. Like right. he's hanging out on YouTube playing board games with with Macaulay Culkin, and somehow it looks cool. I mean, mm. he. I mean, I don't know if people remember. At some point, Buffy the Buffy the Vampire Slayer was mm-hmm. the hottest show on television. Yeah, and huge. Sarah Michelle Shell Geller was everywhere. She was mm-hmm. like everybody's like crush, so. and he grew up and married her. Like, yep. Freddie's the man. <laughs> so yeah, um, and and so Freddie uh, has always been a big, big wrestling fan. But he's also had a really good understanding of the business. He worked in WWE. Yeah, he was in there. creative. Um, he's told some great stories about his time in creative, um, and some of his stories about. I just want to say shout out to Patrice O'Neill. Every time I hear about somebody writing in the WWE, I always think of Patrice O'Neill because for some reason he was a writer in WWE for a time. And rest in peace to Patrice yeah, O'Neill. Sure, rest Sorry, peace, continue. No, uh, yeah, so I, you know, he even told the story of how, like, uh, he was really big on Jeff Hardy becoming WWE champion in 2008, mm-hmm. and uh, Hunter was vehemently against it. Against it. And, <laughs> and he won out on that, that... Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. A, was right, so right. <laughs> he, it, well, it's funny because he thinks he was wrong in hindsight because he's like, you know, Jeff really? Hardy. Because what he said was uh, Jeff didn't stay in the company for more than a year after that. Um, he was like, you know, Jeff ended up leaving, got the, the drug arrest, went to TNA. And it was like, you know, in hindsight, that didn't do much for us as a company to put Jeff Hardy over that hard. Um, and... I think I think, he's, I think he's I think he's wrong about that too. It's like yeah. it doesn't matter in the moment you guys had a star making moment with Jeff yep. Hardy. Jeff uh, Hardy but, is still a big star and that time has a lot to do with it. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, so he had said that um apparently that day was uh <laughs> that whole day they were uh, I'm talking about Armageddon 2008. Mm-hmm. They didn't know that Jeff Hardy was going to be the winner of that match mm. uh, until like the day of uh, that at creative Freddie Prince Jr. was like, okay, we got to put the belt on Jeff Hardy. Like we waited too long. We fucked him over at, um, uh, we fucked the fans out of the match period at survivor series. Uh, we had him lose at cyber Sunday. He lost at no mercy. This guy cannot lose again. Mm. And, uh, and the fans like really want to see it. This has to be his night. And Hunter was like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think he should win. Um, can we really trust this guy? And the the story that gets me was when he <laughs> said that um, Vince asked everybody to leave the room but Hunter. And Freddie said he has no idea what took place in that room, but he just knows that five minutes later, Hunter walks out looking angry. And he's like, I 
think Jeff's about to win this match tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like Vince said, I need everybody but Hunter to leave. And Vince probably talked to Hunter like, mm-hmm. nah, this is what's happening. I'm sorry, son. Bro, you're doing, <laughs> this. <laughs> you're doing <laughs> this. We're putting over Jeff Hardy. This is his night. This is what we're doing. Yep. Hey. Um, but yeah, yeah, so anyway, Freddie Prince Jr. just recently talked about uh, the fact that he is starting his own promotion. Uh, and that he is going, uh, he talked about the plans for the promotion and how long it's going to take. He said that it's going to be, uh, about 18 months away that, uh, he wants to shoot it in a place that he owns, um, which is a great idea. Uh, we don't see much of that, uh, especially when, you know, WWE owns the performance center. So like NXT is shot, I guess, in a place they own, but for the most part, um, you know, he doesn't want to have to lease venues or anything like that. He wants to shoot it in a place that is his. Does this sound a little bit familiar of something that Righteous Reg has been pitching with a certain black millionaire by the name of Tyler, Tyler Perry. Perry Wrestling. Tyler Perry Promotions. The guy has his own lot. You can shoot all your content it, with your own cameras, with your own everything. I'm telling you, this idea is already in my brain, Freddie Prince Jr. stole Tyler Perry Pro Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need Titus O'Neil to pitch this to Tyler Perry. He For will real, make it happen. Yeah. He's yep. the guy. If he can get a if he get a WWE title on on a Denzel Washington's shoulder, he can do anything. Bro, isn't Titus with Yolanda Adams? Like, this bro is like, he is the, on, the bridge. I'm telling you. And so the... one of the things he said, though, was he said, I want to start it as a two-hour show. I want my storylines based in reality. I want to give the men and women equal time on the roster. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, and then the goal is to bring it to television. And uh, he said he wants it to be a SAG show, Screen Actors Guild. Um, mm-hmm. That's very interesting as well because all of a sudden we are talking about union wrestling, which is a thing people have talked about for years. Yep. Uh, and this does sound like a great thing for the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that is interesting is uh, is the idea of making men and women equal from the beginning. Like, uh, and what does that mean? Um, and I get what he means by that. Essentially, we're talking about not making women's wrestling kind of an addendum. Like, when you introduce titles, you have a men's title and a women's title, not a world title and a women's title. Like, mm-hmm. men and women, like that. I, I, I get that idea. Uh, because then at that point, it doesn't feel like a, a sub-portion of the show. It does right. just feel like another part of the show. And XT yeah. was going to do that and then backed off of it. Um, where, they backed out real fast too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When they had the idea of you know make of them both titles, just the NXT World Title, one men's, one women's, um, and they backed off of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, it was essentially still going to be a women's title. They were just taking women's off of the title, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. People had the wrong idea by that. It was just going to be like, no, we're treating these titles as equals, and I think that would have been a good idea, um, but. But also, that wouldn't have necessarily worked in the hierarchy of WWE because, as far as call-ups are concerned, that was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, it's interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Do I think this is going to be a WWE or even aew size promotion? No. no. Uh, I don't think so because I think there's certain things people have just become accustomed to with pro wrestling. I think arenas are something that people want out of pro wrestling. They want to see it as sport. And part of sport is, is touring and traveling. Um, and I this is going to be like, uh, there's there's been a few wrestling companies kind of in the same vein. I think it was wrestling, 
something WRP maybe a few years ago. There's been a couple WKRP of WKRP in Cincinnati. That's what I thought. Too, when you said that. <laughs> no, I think it was Wrestling Revolution Project. I think it was what it was called, and it was a former WWE writer. He shot a bunch of shows in uh, like a warehouse type deal. And there was different storylines. I think this is the type of thing that Freddie Prince is going to go for. It's not going to be like Raw's on every Monday or Freddie Prince Jr.'s wrestling shows on every Tuesday. I think it's like he's going to shoot the whole thing and present it to like a streaming company like Netflix or something. And then you can watch uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Pro Wrestling on your whatever streaming service. I don't think it's going to be like they're going to be a touring brand and competing with WWE and shit. It's going to be like they're going to be there. It's going to be a show. He's saying Screen Actors Guild is going to be like, you know. A Netflix presented show or whatever. Yeah, it, it really doesn't need to be that to be interesting. I think for right. most people that are picky about these things, production value is going to be the thing that is the deciding factor for them. I feel like mm-hmm. if he gets something that looks good and like the matches are good, then people are going to gravitate to it. Yep. I thought the idea he had of doing the rooftop wrestling with the yeah. LA skyline sounded dope. Um, it doesn't sound like that's what the he's rooftop doing. wrestling. That sounds really cool. With yeah, that having the LA cool. skyline behind this, like mm-hmm. especially if you know the LA skyline and you know it's kind of got the 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 smog and the haze uh, through it. It does. You look mm-hmm. at LA. That's yep. that's the one thing you know about the LA skyline is that it it is uh, smoggy. And then speaking um, of that 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 idea, I just saw that Floyd Mayweather's fighting. Have you guys seen this? Floyd Mayweather's gonna fight in an exhibition fight in like Abu Dhabi, like on top of a giant. Like it's gonna be high in the sky, just like this man, idea, but like is, super high. What is Floyd doing, bro? And he's gonna fight. <laughs> and each, doing, ticket, each ticket is like a hundred thousand dollars or something because it's Abu Dhabi princes or some. It's a wild idea and it's crazy. I think it's happening he, he, on May. Yo, he's doing Crown Jewel now. What, what's this? Pretty much, yeah. Floyd Mayweather's Crown Jewel. Yeah, he knows where that money is. I, I, you know, yeah, yeah. So Freddie Prince Jr. That's a uh, um, a lot of wrestlers right. are excited. A lot of backstage personality excited everything that he said was appealing to wrestling fans and wrestlers alike so it'll be interesting to see where he goes with this i think i i want there to be more options honestly because there is now a point where look wwe is going to keep releasing people AEW can't keep picking them up (laughs) so yeah there is starting to reach a point where a lot of these guys need another place to work and uh and Impact can't keep picking them up either. Nope. And so... They need somewhere they can make some money yeah, elsewhere I, besides I, WWE and AEW. So the more yes. the merrier. The more the merrier. I do think there needs to be another option because we don't have a shortage of wrestlers right now at no. all. Uh, there is no shortage <laughs> of wrestlers. But at the same time, like all these people need places to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Like I know people want to see... Uh, no, I'm not going to say that. I can't say that. I can't say it out loud. Uh, I can't. Say it out loud. It's not that I don't view him as a talent. It's oh. that... Because I like him a lot. But I really do feel like I just don't see the room for Johnny Gargano. I don't. And oh. so... Um, Gargano it's, caught a stray. It's, uh, it's like I said, it's nothing against him. I like Johnny Gargano as a performer, and like maybe down the road, sure. But like, at what point does, um, you know, a lot of people are like I want to see Johnny Gargano in AEW, and I think at what point though does AEW become black and gold NXT entirely? And like, 
I see from a lot of AEW fans, they say the very thing of, you know, there's a reason AEW won the Wednesday Night War. And it was because we didn't want to watch NXT. And uh, and they'll turn it around and say, like, and yet I see this show slowly becoming NXT week by week. With, uh, but the people then- don't know that the NXT was ripping, like, this... AEW was born out of Ring of Honor and PWG. I, I, uh, they I, I were truly, born out of this. That was their thing. You know, I that, truly get that. Yeah, what I do, that was going to be I, what I said. What I do think, though, is that there is a lot of it where it's like, um, we're not done wanting to see the people that we came to AEW to see in the first place. And one more like major name like that kind of pushes another aside. And like I kind of see all of that at the same time. Like, I don't know. I'm not at a point right now where I want to see Johnny Gargano on this roster right now. Gotcha. When... I, I, I kind of concur. I would like to see him in AEW, but I would like to see him as the face of new ROH. I feel like he yeah. has so many That'd similarities to, to Brian that it would be really nice to see him as like the new, like, I think he could, yeah, I think yeah, he could it, be the, the new face of ROH. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. That's a great one. Uh, I would like to see him there. I just, like right now, like maybe down the road, like if I just I I, I so you so you don't this. think he's gonna be the Joker in the tournament? Is what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I can see it. I can see him showing up, especially now that now that Candace is free to go wherever she wants. I can and see who, it. And the Joker wrestles Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I know. It. It's an option. Um, I I think he's got to be one of the likely guys. Yeah, <laughs> I know who the Joker is on the women's side, but like as far as uh, the men's, I have no clue. Um, and that is gonna be—I uh, I don't know. I, there's a lot of people it could be. So um, yeah, I mean, Kushida makes a lot of sense for that spot. Um, I think a lot of people were asking for Claudio. Um, yeah, it should be exciting to see who that is. It could Claudio. be. Yeah, there's a lot of options there. Uh, I mean, I have to think about, like, Gargano would make sense just in the sense that this tournament's been planned since, like, September. And uh, when they announce it, like, around September, right? And so yeah. uh, I can't imagine that He fits the bill, was... too. It's an Owen Hart thing. He fits the bill. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, ShotKid29 says, as somebody from uh, non-Long Island, New York, all Punk did last time was tell Long Island some hard truths they needed to hear. That's what I... <laughs> D Lo Diggs says, Sup, fellas, watching the show late and catch it up. Don't know if y'all talked about it yet, but why don't, uh, wait, but why don't you think the Joker is going to be Davy Boy Smith Jr.? Uh, Also, copped my uh, Yo Grab shirt along with the Black Wrestlers Matter shirt. Thank you so much. Hey, appreciate appreciate you, bro. Um, uh, yeah, that's, I don't think so. Nah, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I think it's gotta be somebody who's going to kind of generate, I mean, well, it depends because, um, I don't know what kind of pop it's going to, that would generate. And I feel like they, they would want to go for the moment here, uh, of like kind of a Joe dream match. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know who that is going to be. Maybe it's Jonah. Hmm. Um, and Ricardo also said, "I'd love to see Candice in AEW. I mean, she's a long way off. Like, yeah. she just had a baby in February. She just had a baby. I don't think she's pumped uh, the brakes on that one. Running. Yeah, let, let, let her enjoy that. her family life for now. Yeah, definitely. Even Gargano, he's still like in daddy mode. He might not even be super ready to hop back in there. So, 
And a lot of people here are saying Miro. Like, Miro. I, I would Miro. love to see Miro back. Yeah, definitely. Miro would be great. Man, Jack Miro versus Joe would be awesome. Yeah. 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 Like, like there's that. there's options there. Um, I like that. Uh, and so tomorrow on pay per view. PTV. Uh, I'm sorry. A premium oh. live event. Yeah, yeah, we fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did, I did. Uh, and PLE. So, <laughs> it is. Uh, we are officially uh, backlash in WrestleMania. Um, but the backlash, WrestleMania backlash, takes place tomorrow night, live on the old Peacock. I just I don't wa- listen. Backlash used to be back. a great pay per view. I don't know if people remember just how big this pay per view used to be. You used to have yeah. stuff like Rock versus Austin, Rock versus Triple H. Yeah. Now we got Undertaker versus Batista at this show. This used this show used to feel like it matters. Now it just feels like WrestleMania Redux, where we just do rematches, and it's just not it's not exciting. Um, it feels very predictable for the most part. Um. I don't know, and I mean, there there's stuff on this card that could be good. I mean, I hate that the AJ matches now feel like at WrestleMania where, all right, well, he's going to go, you know, half gear into this because they're setting up for the rematch because that's what they did with the Nakamura match, and that's exactly what they did with the Edge match where it's like, all right, well, they're going to get a better match later. So I'm assuming this match is going to be better than that match at uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania, but at this point... Who cares? Like, um, I, I, I'm just slightly annoyed at the fact that, like, I'm glad I'm not like paying for this. So that's kind of the benefit of premium live event versus pay per view is that uh, if you were selling this to people for fifty dollars or sixty dollars, yeah, I would like, pay that. Yeah, then you have a problem here. But you did still sell tickets to this. Uh, you still taking my peacock money for this? Yeah, uh, and. It's not so much that the card looks bad, but it's that there's almost zero stakes here. Uh, there's only one title on the line, and it's the women's title, the I Quit match, Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Uh, but no Bianca match, which is no weird. Bianca match announced thus far. No, no women's, no tag, women's titles. tag titles. Like uh, uh, nothing announced for that Intercontinental. Uh, the uh, the yeah. one match that did have stakes, they removed the stakes from, uh, which was supposed to be the Usos versus RK yeah, Bro, that, that and is it's now. That is weird now that you think about it. All, Theory is supposedly their guy. Why is he not on this card? Like I said, like all the stakes, <laughs> all the stakes disappeared from this show. Uh, right now, there are six matches announced. I'm sure there'll be more, um, and they'll, they'll probably even throw on a title match. Again, though, no stakes. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Um, I think Omos is winning just because you got You got some MVP, MVP now, as his yeah. as his manager. Um, but at the same time, though, Bobby Lashley is supposed to be the number one babyface on Raw. Uh, I yeah, I get the feeling they're probably gonna run them at Hell in a Cell again, and probably a Cell match. No, don't do that. I no, just have a feeling it's that. coming oh, because no, don't do that. I just have a feeling it's coming. Um, just like I have a feeling they're gonna run Cody and, uh, and Cody, uh, Rollins. Cody back and at Rollins Hell is one I can see being inside the cell. I absolutely yeah. do. They see just Cody and destroyed in the, cell. the legacy of what this match used to represent. <laughs> I hate that it's just the next show. Like, oh, let's have these people feud for three shows so they can get to the Hell in a Cell. It used to be like, yeah. they've been feuding for two years, and now they're gonna fight in Hell in a Cell. Yeah, Hell in a Cell used to be stakes. Apart. I remember the first time they did Hell in a Cell as a show, and I thought it felt weird because remember they had uh, guest host Trish Stratus, um, mm-hmm. 
who came out and announced and it, like she's got a graphic behind her that literally says Hell in a Cell next pay-per-view and she's like John Cena and Randy Orton are going to face off inside Hell in a Cell and mm-hmm. it's like yeah, yeah we knew you were going to announce that because Trish. that's literally the next pay-per-view right. <laughs> what are you doing I, uh, I kind of have a bold prediction by the way I think that they swerved us with this with this AJ and Finn Balor thing I think Finn is going to turn on AJ tomorrow and he's going to side with Edge um, because Enjoying I feel... Judgment Day? Yeah. Um, I First of all, I just feel like Finn is just... He has just been better as a heel for the last two years. He mm-hmm. He's just not interesting as a babyface, and that's not his fault. It's just the way that they book him as a babyface on the main roster. Um, I feel like there's more interest in an AJ and Finn feud than there is an alliance at this point. I said on Twitter, I feel like them joining up and doing the not bullet club stuff is six years too late. Um, I feel like the future, it makes more sense. And I feel like I want, I want heel Balor to address. Yeah. And, and the fact is like the one time we did see AJ Styles versus Finn Balor, uh, we weren't supposed to do it. It was, we weren't even supposed to do it. And it was the best match of that night. It was, Uh, which is still just mind blowing in hindsight that, uh, they pulled that off on extremely short notice. And, it ended up being amazing. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, we have, uh, we talked about Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. I imagine Rollins wins this one, and then it sets up the third match, Rollins versus I Cody Rhodes. I hope not. I, I uh, think that's going to happen, but I think they should keep Cody undefeated for a minute. They're not going to, though. Yeah, I, 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 I know I like his company. About, one of the things I like about Cody is uh, how they have made like everything about where he worked previously, his whole character, yeah. like him talking about in promos, wins and losses matter. He said that in a promo, <laughs> wins and losses matter. Like his character is other company stuff. Right. <laughs> I love that. I love it because it actually makes him stand out in this environment that he's yeah. the one talking about. You know, I'm a pro wrestler. He says that. He doesn't say I'm a superstar. I'm a pro wrestler. Which, like, in the other environment, everybody says that. Not a big deal. In this one, it's like, no, Cody's different. Co- um, Cody is Cody is currently one of those uh, DLC characters in Smash Bros. He's like Rio in, Ryu in the new Smash Bros. Where yeah. all of his stuff is the same, but everything around it is Smash Bros. stuff. <laughs> 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 That's actually a perfect analogy. Because, yeah, uh it, he doesn't he doesn't come off like anything else on the show but it makes him more likable than anything else on the show he says wins and losses matter that's literally the I, reason I, that they have win loss records over I, I told you guys on pillar to post i again this is an unpopular opinion but judging by like the last few months he had with AEW, um and, and i enjoyed some of that stuff i think the stuff cody's doing now is better in the sense that it's more focused it it has a clear destination and i feel like the stuff with rollins is interesting like I, I feel like this is the best feud he's been in in a while i do too i i like this feud with rollins now granted um doing it across three pay-per-views or three premium live it. events yeah i mean uh, it's gonna it's gonna tempt me to go to hell in a cell but i don't know you're going now. to hell in a cell just tell the world you're going to hell in a cell shy town again nah man the mecca uh I, it depends, cause I mean it's June. I mean, am I gonna go? Hey, do I want to go to Hell in a Cell at the beginning of the month and then go to uh, Forbidden Door? I already know it's gonna be the better show. Like I don't, 
<laughs> but I, it just depends. Oh, no, you, you know you're going to see somebody throwing up the uh, the greater than graphic. Yeah. Uh, fam, the greater than graphic <laughs> is the worst. Abolish the greater than Abolish it. It is the worst. Twitter Every trend. time, it is always cap. Every time. <laughs> it's never fails. It's never, I've never seen one and been like, yep, not one. Every not time one. I've seen it, it's a lie. Um, yes. But no, no I might, nobody Because nobody does it. To actually say something they believe, they do it no. to, to spark um, engagement. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. It depends on the rest of the car, Helen and Self, you know. Then I'll, then I'll tell the world, you know. I'll tell the world I'm coming home. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm coming so, home. I'm coming home. I see. That's... Uh, I don't know. Um, oh, so a couple more. Uh, yeah, no comment so, on the WWE show. You guys Brody have Man, uh, Brody Man Hennessy says, "Scared the Brody. Joker might be Satnam Singh." Uh, I don't know if I hope nah, not. Brody Man nah, Hennessy. That sounds crazy. That is that is a great username, that. buddy. Yeah, that is a great name. I love that. Brody Man Hennessy. Uh, yeah, I don't think so, but I mean, Satnam's doing numbers out here. Um, Orion Ben says we are going to have a premium live event with no stakes outside of Bianca Sonia. There is hardly. Uh, a match I'm invested in. They killed Bianca the bloodline Sonya. for me. Is that on the card? I hope not. Uh, did they just announce that? Because uh, <laughs> I hope that's not it, buddy. Um, mm, mm. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, but I, I and I forgot to talk about the women's match. Listen, they've got to end this Ronda and Charlotte feud. It's boring. I don't care. So Put bad. the title on Ronda and move on. Like, come on, man. Just knock it off. But, like, the problem I'm having with Ronda right now is that uh, she's not 2018 Ronda. No, uh, no she's and, not interesting at all. But no. I feel like I feel like if you pair her with a better opponent that can get more yes. out of her, then it'll work. And that's not a knock at Charlotte. I think Charlotte is doing everything she can. It's just this matchup is just – it's tired at this point. Nobody wants to see it anymore. Like, it's, it's just time to move on. Yeah. Uh, and finally, let's talk about the anniversary of the Bullet Club. Because uh, you actually wrote an article on this, Mister Lindsay. Um, Bullet Club BC, baby. Man, if you guys didn't watch Nantaku, very good pay per view, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought everything that Bullet Club did that night was great i thought that the juice turn was great juice lied to us and told us he was leaving yeah he i did. thought he was le- legitimately leaving new japan and- i thought so too i was like i th- i didn't think he was going to be in wrestling uh for a little bit but no so he- man that was yeah. i i thought that was a great swerve it makes perfect sense because um he has been friends with jay white behind the scenes because they came up together in, in the dojo they were young lions at the same time um, they've both had different, very different career traje- trajectories. So it makes sense for him to team up with him. And I also thought it was very interesting that he jumped Tanahashi, which was the thing that started the Bullet Club nine years ago of uh, Valor and Fale and Tamatanga and Machine Gun, which Machine Gun and Carl and uh, Gallows are back. Um, I thought that was also hard. Listen. If Anderson doesn't do anything else, he's going to talk well. Hearing him do the, the, the roll call at the end again was great. 
watching him do the machine gun after he beat down Tamatanga was also great. He's just awesome. It's just great to see him in New Japan again. Um, man, the just seeing Jay White in Japan again and just talking his shit. I will never get tired of seeing Switchblade talking shit because he's always good at it. And there's a, and he always tells the truth. Um, what he said about uh, Madison Square Garden, about how he he main evented that show. He's not wrong. He said a lot of things that, you know, he's the catalyst for all of this stuff. He can make a case that, hey, those guys over in America, they're getting that show. Kind of because of me. Um, right. Because I, I mean, he's got a point. I don't know. When when Kenny left, he stepped into that void and hate him or love it, he's been he's been right about a lot of things. Um, so man, Bullet Club is back in a big way. I thought all of the subtle ways they not they put nods in there to New Japan's history and Bullet Club's history over the last nine years was great. I mean, all of the all of the beatdowns were related to other beatdowns, like even the Okada beatdown. That's what AJ did when he joined Bullet Club and became the new leader. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a, a bunch of callbacks like that. I thought it was great. And, man, you just cannot discount Bullet Club's impact. At, at, at some point, they were on every show <laughs> in America. Like, they were on WWE with yep. the Balor and AJ thing. They were on Impact. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jay, Jay has, has the, been the, there. They're, in... they're everywhere. Um mm-hmm. I personally think that they're going to have a huge impact on Forbidden Door. I think we're probably going to get Bullet Club versus uh, Undisputed Elite with uh, Adam Cole scheming behind the scenes. I don't know what the scheme is, but I just think there's like this like mental Mexican standoff between him and, and Jay White of who's going to who's going to stab who in the back first. Um, but I'm here for it. I'm here for Bullet Club being in America in a big way. And that's a big part of why I said the Balor and AJ stuff isn't as interesting anymore. Because it's like, man, when you've got the real thing coming to America and taking part in this big crossover show, no, I don't want it anymore. I wanted it in 2016 when there was nothing like this. Right. Um, so, nah, BizClips is back, man. Sorry. Uh, we don't, we don't, we don't need the knockoff. We don't need the, we don't need full bullet club. We don't need the OC or ballot club anymore because we've got the real thing here now. Bullet club is back, baby. And they're dominating. I think it's only going to get bigger and better from here too. Like I was saying a couple of days ago on pillar to post. Also, I think this was a shot in the arm that new Japan really needed because, um, the last couple of months, it hasn't been the best. The pandemic wasn't the best for them, uh, for American fans, I think. And Bullet Club is something that a lot of American fans are attached to. And a lot of there was a lot of talk on the timeline after the show concerning the Bullet Club. So I think this is a great move for them. No, for sure. I feel like Bullet Club stuff was everywhere yeah. last week. And that just shows just how big they're backing in a big way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they still got to contend with the House of Torture stuff with evil, but I think they will get there. I think... Honestly, this is the most I've been interested in Tamatanga in a long time since right. he left Bullet Club and he's a babyface now. Um, I'm interested in where they're going to go with that. I kind of feel like they're going to sweep in a minute. I think I think Machine Gun is going to beat Tamatanga for the title. I also think Jay White is going to win at Capital Collision and set up the Tana match with Moxley. I also wouldn't be surprised if Jay White beats Okada and becomes the new... IWGP 
heavyweight world champion because wow. that would set Okada up to be able to take a loss at Forbidden Door. Wow. Look at this guy. Yeah, wow. Just wow. Yeah. Guys, this has been Grapsity. Anything else? Any other parting notes before we talk to people in another week? Man, I look. We out here, man. I just, I just, you know. <laughs> we out here. Your, your, your boys is out here, man. I, we appreciate all the support, man. Reg just, out in Bakersfield, by the way. Yeah, Mother's Day festivities. How uh, was the drive? It wasn't. It was okay. It was pretty chill. It wasn't too much traffic. I left at like one p.m. It takes four hours to get over here from Oakland, so yeah. it's a uh, Bakersfield. It's hot. Mother's Day, smoking blunts. Um, it's good life. Good time. Right, Mother's Day is tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm like, did I plan get, for that? Get, I get so. your mother a car. Do all of the do all yeah. the do all of the stuff. You know, you know. My mom's barbecuing for me for Mother's Day, so it's lit out here. Let's go. Shout out Nick A. By the way, who posts the timestamps for this show. I always Nick A. Hey, my guy, the Thank real MVP right so there, bro. Much. Yeah. Oh my god! Every time I go on the YouTube thing and I see Nick A.'s little post, I'm like, Nick A. is the real MVP. Putting these timestamps. We appreciate you, bro, for real. Appreciate it. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, nah, we're, um, I don't know, what am I doing for Mother's Day? I don't know, but definitely call your mom if you have it. Mm-hmm. Buy her a card, flowers. Do that, like, soon because you don't want to end up with them last-minute flowers. I know all And of we us might have, have some uh, moms in the chat. Shout out to you, too, if you're a mom. Shout out so. to all the moms yeah. in the chat, all the moms who watch Grapsity, all the mm-hmm. moms who... Uh, are around us i'm surrounded right. by I two of them who live in my home uh <laughs> and because my mother-in-law just moved in here monday uh so um i pointed this way because she lives behind that curtain now <laughs> um and uh canelo fight oh yeah there's a big boxing fight tonight too i'm in there like there's a lot of Latinos in Bakersfield too, so they're already <laughs> the energy is already bubbling. Anytime Canelo fights, they are just ready. So yeah, <laughs> I, I missed this earlier. Somebody asked me if I was a Marvel fan. Six one six is in my Twitter handle. I legitimately have a Black Panther hat on. Yes, I'm a Marvel. <laughs> yes. Oh, what did you do? That? What did y'all think the six one six was for? <laughs> no, um, yeah, I. Uh... And I'm a massive Marvel fan as well. I won't drop any spoilers. I I somehow, by the way, because everybody's talking about, hey, stay off of, stay away from Doctor Strange spoilers on on Twitter. I missed them all. I everything. Yeah, that I I did not have nothing spoiled for me when I went and saw it yesterday. I was excited, um, and it's a good yeah. movie. It's a, it's good, a good movie. movie. Um, I I feel like if you're like me and you like Sam Raimi and you like his like his kind of filmmaking you i think you'll love it yeah violent as fuck it's Very uh definitely the most violent marvel movie there's been so far I, yeah man I, I i really dug it as a as a doctor strange fan and a fan of what they've done with wandavision i think i think it's really good yeah i, I think i'm most impressed with was the fact that uh you know when i saw the headline that sam raimi didn't even see wandavision like until right beforehand so i was like oh how much is wandavision gonna play into this movie then a lot. Uh, I'm actually impressed at how much this movie. <laughs> I mean, it, it's going to be polarizing. I've already seen yeah. where some people didn't like it because they it's like not your typical Marvel but... movie. It's not. Yeah. It's a horror film. Like you're it kind of gonna... is. Yeah, it's uh, it is a horror movie. You're not going to get 
uh, your your typical Marvel superhero film out of this. But I liked it. I I had fun with it, and my wife didn't though. She I saw I turned and looked at her face after the movie was over, and she was like, mm. and <laughs> so. And usually she and I are on the same page. That's why we got married. Or one of the reasons. Uh, but like, you, <laughs> I'm I, trying to get I mean, beat up today. No, like what I mean by that is, uh, I don't know. You ever have like a movie date, and uh, and it's somebody that like you go on a movie date with somebody. You're just getting to know them, and like you walk out of the movie, and you both kind of like disagree on it. One of you liked it, one of you didn't. And you're just kind of feeling like I'm not gonna call this person. But then, like me and Corey, we saw. I forgot what movie. No, I didn't. Uh, it was the movie Nine. We saw Nine <laughs> no, in 2009. We both walked out of it, and we were both like, that was whack. And we spent the rest of our date clowning on that movie, and it was like, we want to see each other again? Absolutely. That's how that kind of Man. shit works for us. I, I, I am the opposite. In almost every, in almost every relationship I've been in, um, I try not to share my opinions on movies or anything because I can be very, very opinionated. So sometimes <laughs> I've, I've had to learn to shut my brain off with women when they're like, yo, I love this. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'll be like, <laughs> secretly, like, I hated it. Um, oh, no, I, I honestly, <laughs> I, had a, I had one that didn't work out at all because of the movie Couples Retreat. I went on a date. Yeah. We walked out of, look, we walked out of that Couples movie. Couples Retreat, And she bro. was like, that I was, think she that's was where like, you were going. And she was like, that movie was so funny. And I'm like, no, that was terrible. What are you talking about? And, uh, and she's like, no, 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 it was great. And I'm like, like if you like like dumb lowbrow humor, and obviously it didn't work out with me in that person. She's like, I do, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think the most uh, the the funniest one I've I've gone to is uh, I think it was X Men Three, and my girlfriend at the time really liked it, and I was just like, yeah, I'm ready to go home. And she was like, you didn't like it? I was like, nah, I hated it. Sorry. <laughs> and she was like trying to get me to talk about it. I was like. You're not going to like any of my opinions of this. Stop trying to coax me to talk about it. And then later, I gave this long rant about why I hated it. And she was like, I thought it wasn't that bad. And I was like, I know. That's why I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) But see, that's how you know. That's how I knew Corey was the one. Because we went on like maybe four or five movie dates. And I was like, damn, we both hate the same movies. And we both love the same movies. I think this is going to work. I think I can watch movies with this person on my couch for the rest of my life. Uh, but yesterday after Doctor Strange, uh, I turned to her and she was like, "Not a fan." Yeah, she's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "No, that was great." What are you talking about? She's like, "We've both hated movies a lot. Like, we, there have been times where we'll sit on to like pick out something on Netflix and we've been sitting there watching it and maybe like forty minutes into it, we're like, "Are you feeling this?" And she'll be like, "Nah, this is whack." And I'm like, "Yeah, I think so too." And we'll just turn it off. Um, like we have, if we have both agreed shit sucks just keep going uh or we don't have to keep going we can just move on to something else it's good like that gotta have somebody that you enjoy watching shit with because if you plan on getting married to somebody that's a big part of it is just sitting around marriage no no don't do it (laughs) don't please don't say no no. i mean hey the poly life is working for reg so i say having fun what was that? I don't know. What was that like? Your Danhausen curse? Like, yes, pretty much. Curse of you married people. Now, if you're married, have fun. Like, you know, yeah, find somebody that you like to do things with. That's a, a, a an important thing. People like 
be married to people that they hate. It's crazy out here. But if you don't, if you don't, find you five girlfriends that you like that you can. <laughs> one of them likes this over here. This one likes this. This another likes this. That's just hey man. If you're married, don't be out here talking crazy to Drake. That's the thing we learned. Yeah, because Drake <laughs> is gonna put you on that summer jam screen, bro. Drake is going to put you on that summer Drake, jam. Drake summer will jam steal screen. your wife. Stop playing. Easy. Like, why are you playing with Drake, bro? He's petty. <laughs> Somebody in the chat said uh, man-made prison talking about marriage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Some people are happy out here, guys. Come yeah, on, man. Some people are. I, I'm happy, so mm-hmm. whatever. Come on, Wholesome Will getting ready to uh, celebrate his anniversary and come to Dublin. Ele- nothing. Come on, man. I've been married 11 years. Uh, I've been in the same relationship 13 years. Like, I... Come on, man. He's that's dope. He's not gonna be out in these Las Vegas streets. Nah, man. Like oh. I the fuck am, boy. I, I do. I do wait. have a thing to say though. On this same topic. So, with all of that said, this is really to somebody in particular who's not watching. Oh, here's the thing. My kindness, because I'm nice to everybody. I try to be. Do not mistake my kindness for anything more than that. Because I promise you, not interested. And and one person mistaking my kindness for that. I went back through, read all them texts. Nothing close. Do not mistake my kindness. For nothing, because I don't have... Say that boy's s- name on here. What's no, up? No, what, no, what I mean oh. is... Uh, the, I thought we was beefing. I don't know. No, 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 no. What I specifically <laughs> mean is um, ladies, specifically. Oh, oh, you're saying... A ne- oh, yeah, yeah. You're going a different route than I Yeah, am. No, what I am okay. saying is... Yes. There when Washington is married, y'all, relax. There ain't yeah, a text DMs in my phone. There ain't, there ain't a text or DM in my phone that I would not show my wife. Oh, That's... Okay. Bottom oh, line, right? What, what, what it's are we so doing like, here, man. <laughs> that's what it'd be like. No, it's, stop, stop uh, being, stop being messy, man. man. So, so like, no, the deal was like, I, I, men love married women. It's uh, that's how it is. Married people aren't like, people don't care about the sanctity. <laughs> <of marriage. laughs> They're like, you're <laughs> married. I'm not married. I don't give a fuck about that. So somebody said Will was in those Take Conti DMs. No, no, it was, it was just like a straight up like a. You know, Will was in my DMs wishing me a happy birthday. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I was. But happy birthday, fam. Like, yeah, oh, I know, right? That's what it what? was. And it was like, yeah, screenshot that. Post it. Do whatever you want with that. Because you got nothing. <laughs> Come on, man. Look, man. You can't even I, I, sorry I, I was oh, nice. Like, sorry I was nice about something. But, uh... I, I will absolutely say from Rip, Will is the nicest guy on our podcast. Um, if if you give me a chance to be petty, I'll be extremely petty. Oh, Stop playing. So like it, it, and he might not be petty, but I'll be petty for him. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this. Here. I'll say this on the petty front. That is the last happy birthday this particular person is getting. <laughs> You're cut off. Happy birthdays. Like you are cut off a happy birthday. Yeah. Taking shit. Like I said, it was me trying to be kind, and you took it. 
way in the wrong direction. <laughs> I mean, if that's the fact, I'm gonna start shooting happy birthdays into DMs if that's what it's like. <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> he did, yo. Rev didn't know that was the code. He didn't. I know didn't know. I, I was. I've been out. Yo, it, what's up? Happy birthday. She's like, my birthday's in six months. I'm like, yo. I mean, I thought this was how we do it. Yo. He didn't birthday. know that was the snowflake, man. <laughs> I didn't. Yo, the game has changed. I really appreciate it. Yeah, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thanks that stupid been, person. This has been Grapsody for your Saturday, May seventh, twenty twenty two. Thank you for being with us. I'm Will Washington for Mr. Philip Lindsay for Mr. Righteous Reg. We will see you next time. Have a great day. Peace.